Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 27th of June, 2019. This is The Gap, episode 473. I'm Luke Laurie, Joe Bureau is here, and it is early in the morning. It's early. o'clock, to be exact. It's too early for whiskey. I'm not even drinking. No. No. I am. Um, hey, Ma, the planes are out. Uh, I want to apologize so early on to the listeners for what I'm sure is, is going to be a cavalcade of fuckwittery from the planes above my house today because, yeah, it's been popping off. It looks nice outside, so I don't know why they're using this particular route, but whatever. Yeah. yeah it's cooked. Yeah, I was, um, like, I know there's there are podcasts out there that will, like, edit the show <laughs> and, like, remove certain bits and pieces. Right. Nah. If you've been listening for 10 years now, it just goes up. It goes up as is. Sometimes like, Job needs to go to the bathroom and that gets edited out because that'd just be weird. Um, it would It would be 10 to 15 seconds of uh, dead air, yes. Yeah, but otherwise, like... The problem is, right, I pound a fucking full liter of fucking uh, water. Yeah, we talk for three hours, so... But yeah, and we yeah continue talking for three entire fucking hours. And I'm like... Cool. My choices are to either piss myself or <laughs> go to the to the toilet. Um, yeah. So, yeah. If well, I mean, you already know it's unedited. If you've gotten this far, and I'm sure there are no new listeners. We don't get new listeners, do we? We just get fucking. At this point, everyone has listened to the gap and decided <laughs> to either for them or definitely not for them. Um, so yeah, I assume there's there's no one new that could possibly listen to us. So uh, at, at best, we've just got loyal old listeners who love our raw, unedited style garage, garage in an apartment. That's what it is. Yep. Yeah. It's um, perfect. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, I I tried to go to bed early last night, mm. and I did successfully. I went to bed at like. Uh, I think 10.30, watched an episode of Umbrella Academy. Still trying to finish that off. And um, did you you watch that yet? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. You you didn't like it? No, like I've I've seen people out there say it's a bit slow. I think, yeah, like the first, like it's got a lot of world building, but I like it. I think it's really good. Um, I'm only like just halfway through. Did you watch Doom Patrol? No. I reckon Doom Patrol's better, but. Okay. Yeah. Is that on Netflix? Watch that next. Because all the other CW, DC stuff is on Netflix. No, it's not. That's weird. It's only on DC Universe. Yeah. Yeah, we oh, went through They're doing nothing, are they? The dumb fucking <clears throat> restricting it. Because mm. Titan, yeah, Titans made it to Netflix. Yeah. But Doom Patrol didn't, for whatever reason. Right. Uh, and Doom Patrol's way better than Titans. And I thought Titans was decent. Better than... If we're talking comic book TV shows, yeah, right. I think there's some pretty clear tiers, some tier lists, yeah, right. And you've got fucking whatever the fuck Arrow has become at the bottom, <laughs> all the way at the fucking bottom, uh, sitting next to fucking like Days of Tomorrow, Days, no Legends of legends Tomorrow, of legends, tomorrow? Of, legends of Tomorrow, and uh, that curly haired martial arts guy on Netflix. Ah, uh, yeah. What was that one? Iron, Iron, Iron Fist. Iron Maiden. Iron Fist. So you've got Iron Fist sitting next to Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. They're all just fucking, that's trash tier. Hmm. And then 
slightly above that. It's still on the cusp of trashed here is like the Flash hmm. uh, and Gotham. Uh, yeah, well, I assume I, I could. I never got through more than half an episode of Gotham, so I assume <laughs> it's garbage. Um, but like Gotham should have been good because the dude who made it right was the guy who did the Mentalist, and the Mentalist was fucking awesome. I love the Mentalist. Um, yeah, so you got, yeah, let's go with Gotham and The Flash and, um, Defenders, which I also made through half an episode of. Yeah, um, I, I think I watched half an episode as well. Oof, and I got I, back to it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then, like, above that, you got the second half of Luke Cage Season 1, and I assume all of Luke Cage Season 2, because... I barely got got into a first the first episode of that. Well, so I uh, I stopped I stopped basically. Luke Cage haven't seen Punisher. Didn't watch. Is Jessica Jones out or is it not out yet? Yeah, yeah. The the last season came. Yeah, out. Yeah, man. Like, like there's no point because you know that they're not doing it. So why yeah. the fuck would I waste my time? Like I'm it's not true. invested in it anymore. Yeah, it's true. Um. Anyway, building. Right, and then we just leap up, right? There's a fucking whole fucking wealth of terrible fucking TV shows, right? Supergirl's in there, and like Daredevil Where, season where's Swamp two. Thing? You hey, you forgot the Swamp Thing. My bad. Swamp Thing is below <laughs> below everything else. It is in some sort. It's in the swampy foundations of the tier list. It uh, got cancelled after one episode. After one episode, and Jesus Christ. It deserved to. Um, so yeah, in the middle we got Supergirl, yeah, Daredevil season two, and all that stuff. And then we get to the top tiers, and you got like Luke Cage, the first half of season one, hmm. where it was fucking awesome, and he like the first villain, that was fucking sick. And then you, after that, they were like, "Oh, we're supposed to do thirteen episodes. We don't have thirteen episodes worth of shit. Just got fucking six. <laughs> slop some garbage out." And then above that, uh, you've got, oh uh, no, and up there with Luke Cage season one, Titans, Daredevil season one, Umbrella Academy, and then above that, Jessica you've got Jones Dick season one as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Punisher is up there. Oh, I forgot about the Punisher. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's up there too. Uh, the Doom Patrol's above them all. Right. I have, I have, I have faith, uh, that the boys will be awesome. Uh, that's out next pretty month. fucking soon. Yeah. yeah next a month, month from now. I looked, I looked yesterday. Nice. Because I'm like, where is that? Why is that not out yet? What is happening? Yeah, right. I thought it was out a lot sooner, but it must have been July instead of June. Hmm. What's the other one that's coming out? Watchmen. Yeah. I watched the trailer to that. I watched the trailer, the Watchmen trailer, and I I don't know, man. Something about it. Just the vibe. Yeah, but it's HBO, right? They're usually I know. There's a bad trailer, though. Except for that last season of Game of Thrones. Um what if George R. R. Martin is writing the Watchmen <laughs> pre- sequel? It's the sequel, right? Yeah. Is it a sequel? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it must sequel. be, yeah. Um, does, you know, Neil Gaiman, you know, he's oh, yeah. obviously a comic book writer. Yeah. Uh, but I, I assume American Gods doesn't work, like count. It was made into a comic, but it was originally a novel. Right. What about Good Omens? I finished Good Omens yesterday. I yep. liked it a lot. I loved it, actually. It's got David Tennant, yep. aka Mindfuck Boy from Jessica Jones. Season one, yeah. And Doctor Who or some shit. Yeah. And it's got Michael Sheen. I don't know what the fuck Michael Sheen is in, except for 30 Rock. You know in 30 Rock? Mm. Have you watched 30 Rock? You haven't watched 30 Rock, have you? No. 
You haven't watched anything good. You're <laughs> fucked, mate. In 30 Rock, listeners at home, uh, there's an episode where there's a guy, a British guy called Wesley Snipes, uh, and Michael Sheen is Wesley Snipes. Uh, he's far less annoying, and he's just instead super endearing. Um, yeah, anyway, Good Owens, awesome. Watch that as well. And that's about it, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's TV time. Uh, anyway, that's the show. <laughs> Oh, no, so, yeah, a, I went to bed at, like, 10, 10.30, 10 o'clock. Yeah. Yep. I think it was about 10 o'clock. Yeah. <clears throat> and then uh, I woke up at one thirty, and then didn't get back to sleep till about 4. <laughs> so, it went well. Wow. Yeah. I still got, nice. like, 7 or 8 hours, but... How the fuck did you get 7 or 8 hours? Does time not work in a linear fashion in your house or something? Did you wake up fucking three minutes before we started this podcast? I got out of... No, I woke up at nine. What does woke up for you mean? Oh, well, I was in bed awake mm-hmm. on my phone for right. an hour. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is how it works. I had to check what was going on, on the internet. Ah, oh, check it. Checking on your fucking farms and shit. And yeah. But, and build my. Up, Can we talk about Empires of Puzzles? If we're going to talk about video games on this fucking podcast at some point. Can we know. talk about it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. How the fuck do you not hit a wall? I don't know. Uh, I'm capped out on food. Yeah. And it's like capped out. I've got 320 of my 320 max food and I can't fucking get any more food, right? Like I'm just fucking maxed food. Right. Uh, I can't do anything about that. I'm just fucked. So right? you, I can't. You use food to upgrade buildings. You've done that, right? Yeah. You, but. You should always be upgrading buildings. I'm fucking upgrading my fucking tower thing. To what that level? takes 24 hours to yeah. 10. Yeah. That takes 24 fucking hours. Have you upgraded all your troops? Yeah. Your minions? You like your little minions? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't have any more bags or something. So I can't build more fucking minions either. I can't build bags. more heroes. You need some fucking bag thing to build another fucking hero, which is just ridiculous. Let me see. Let me let me see it. No, that although I aim out of wooden swords, I need some fucking yeah. You need those. They're in, they're in provisional five. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly where they are because I sit there fucking doing stupid battles that I can easily destroy over and over again. Yeah, what's the fucking fun here? These like they're not. I need fucking some sort of challenge out of I this don't shit. Know what you're Instead, doing. I'm literally just farming a fucking. Like a bunch of fucking missions that I can whoop the fuck out of. It's ridiculous. They and I can't build any events. other buildings until 24 fucking hours have finished. Yeah, I think you're missing something. I don't know. Like, I don't know why you've got that much food on your, your plate. Because I can't get any more bags. You've I'm built, kept. have you used it all on troops? So you, you seem to be missing that part. Like troops, troops are heroes. Little, like you've got your- Oh, the your- little guys. No, I can't. I can't until I reach level 10. I have oh. to get my fucking hero building place to level 10. Yeah. And I can't get that to level 10 until I get fucking tower to level 10. Right. So I'm just fucked. Yeah. I just have to sit here and twiddle my thumbs with max fucking food. <laughs> you should have for- built that other thing earlier, it looks like. I couldn't. How could I? I thought I was supposed to upgrade all my fucking... I thought, oh, yeah, better upgrade all my farms. Oh, yeah, better upgrade all my fucking, you know, these things and... The iron mines or whatever the fuck and et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> yeah. No. 
Wrong. I was wrong. Anyway, I'm capped out. And I'm in some shitty alliance. What's your alliance? Get me in your alliance. Get me <laughs> in the good fucking alliance. Instead of fucking, no, these my- tip shits, I'm one of the best fucking people in my alliance. Oh, you don't alliance. That Like, I whoop, I whoop. <laughs> and I've got fucking, I'm 1700 power or some shit. And meanwhile, we're, you know, an alliance war or something. And yeah. every cunt in this fucking other alliance has like 3,000. They like double me. Right. And they get a defender's bonus. Yeah. There's no fucking way I'm stopping them. Like, yeah, get me in the good alliance. How my, do I get in the good alliance? My strategy for finding an alliance was typing in AUS and then pressing search and then looking at all the Australian clans and going, join. <laughs> that is literally what I did as well, except most of them are invite only. And the only ones that I can see that aren't yeah. require like 800 trophies. Yeah. Yeah. I can't get 800 trophies. Anyone right. I can beat. Where I'm at, I've got 500 trophies. <laughs> okay. Because I can literally sit there pissing away all of my food, right? <laughs> Cycling through until I can find someone I can beat. Yeah. People with my, with 500 trophies have like 300 plus more power than me. Like my, the be- base level for people at 500 trophies appears to be 2000 power level. And there's me <laughs> like, oh, I've got 1700. What are we going to do? Fucking, I'm I'm cycling through motherfuckers trying to find anyone. You've got with so much food though. Amount. Just do it. Just cycle. Yeah, I do it. It's fine, right? I do. <laughs> I, I literally, like, literally tens of thousands of food, literally pissed away, just throwing just it out the door, trying to find. Yeah, like fucking. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It's junk. I don't need these hams. But I don't know. Just trying to find some poor chump yeah. who has like seventeen fifty, and then I've got to go in and I've got to look at each of their characters and I'll be like. I better kill the fucking green dude first, because if I don't kill him, I am fucked. Yeah. Right? And then I power or, like, just dump everything into this green dude. But I can only do six of those a fucking half day. So, like, yeah. And then I'll go away and I'll come back and some dude with, like, 2200 power has beaten me and it's cost me 50 fucking trophies. (laughs) And I will have gotten, like... 11 trophies for beating the 1750 person. Like, I will have fucking barely gotten that. It's (laughs) fucked. I'm never going to get to 800 trophies. You will. I I think there's, like, I looked in the store. You can buy a thing to stop people from attacking you. That's Uh, my only fucking ploy. That's the only way I ever fucking, like, get to 800 trophies. You'll you'll get there, because I'm at 12. I sort of bounce between 1,000 and 1,200. Right. I'm at the and point. How, what's your power level? Uh, t- 2,600, 2,700. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, um, yeah. I like, I'm at the point now where I'm having, cause I've got a healer in my group and I'll get attacked by high level people and I'll destroy them because yeah. they haven't killed my healer. And so I'll get like 50, 50, um, you know, hams. 50 hams. Yep. Yeah, and that'll, like, I have more luck defending than I do attacking at this stage. I'm just better off just leaving it for a little while, building some of that. But I don't, like, I'm not using it for anything at the moment. I'm doing, um, there's a seasonal quest going on at the time being. Yep. Um, I'm trying to work my way through, through that because it's got a, um, it has a, um, I don't know, it's got a couple items I can use to upgrade some of my heroes later on. Right. Yeah, I capped out on that because I've only got like 21 energy tokens or whatever the fuck. 
Right. And the season quests take like six of fucking piece. So yeah, you got like, like fifteen days to them or something like that. I think I'm still, still. I'm well. I also am not anywhere near the fucking power level required to get anywhere deep in that shit. It sort of starts at like fourteen hundred. Right. And it goes up to by, two and a half thousand, I think, on normal. Yeah, and by like level four, it's at like fucking eighteen hundred. I'm like, well, I can get through that one using some items, but yeah. I don't know how I'm going to do the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I'll have to like, have a look at it next time mm. we're around to see what you're missing. Because it sounds like you got way too much food. I do have way too much food. I, when I'm, people... I got attacked like three times in the night. I just had a look and every person who attacked me got 15,000 food. And like fuck all iron out of the attack. Yeah. They all like... They just raked it in. <laughs> like, you just like take it. Food dice, yeah, please. Please. <laughs> just to have it. Like... Yeah. We were like... We were standing on the battlements, throwing fucking pork chops at them. Just fucking, here you go, cards. Yeah, anyway. Right. Yeah. That's it. All right. Uh, let's talk about some other games. I'm going to talk about uh, my friend Pedro quickly. Oh, yeah? Talked about it last week. Yeah. Um, the game came out on Friday, which is when the podcast came out. Yeah. Um, one of my, my issues I was talking about, and I was like, I feel like I'm going crazy was the game felt really, like, floaty to me, or, like, stuttering. Um, even though it said it was capped at 60 frames a second, it didn't feel like it was running at 60. It felt like it was lower or something strange. Like, it just didn't feel right like, while I was playing it. And um, anyway, so the game came out, and a bunch of other people were having the same issue or noticed the same thing, that something about it didn't feel right. Developed, one of the developers jumped in pretty pretty soon i think that day and started working on it um like was asking people for videos of like the difference like what it kind of looked like on their screen and uh and then a couple other people jumped in and said yeah it's like a known unity issue and the game's made in unity right. um and yeah. it's got to do with uh, without going like too far into it it's just got to do with the way that the engine handles capped frame rates and running at certain resolutions yeah. and um Basically, there was people testing it and they were using like Reva Tuner to, to block or to cap the frame rate at 50, 50 frames. And apparently that sorts like the problem out because um, it doesn't work well with multiples of something. So any, anyway, eventually they uh, the next day or later on that night, they released a, an experimental build, which is something they can do on Steam. Um, I don't think like rate normal people use it quite a lot it's 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 uh something that i guess media use quite a bit because we get press we get press codes and sometimes we have got to go in there and change like our builds to review builds and things like that so we actually play the game yeah. um but this x this like uh it basically allows developers to go in there and have different builds of their game and you can download it using um like a dropbox and so they'll have like a main build of the game and then like a test build that they can have other people go in there and play it. And so they've put this test build up. It's how a couple of like how a couple of games have done their public test servers. I know Battlegrounds makes you download an entirely different client, but yeah, a couple of games just make you like switch to a different the build. test build. In the, yeah, because like, basically right you can't on the game go properties and then is that how it is? Betas on the right hand side and it's got like betas that you can go to and yeah. sometimes like a code you have to put in 
to even be able to see that a beta exists. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Right. Sort of like, like for our side, it's used as an extra layer of security because you might somehow get the game on your computer or in your Steam library, but you still can't Probably like, play even it. download it if you haven't opted into the review build hmm. um, beta type thing. Yeah. It's interesting. Right. Anyway, sorry. And, and so, saying. yeah, games like PUBG, I think it's separate because they're such larger games, whereas these are like you're playing one build basically whereas PUBG like there's two builds that you can play you can't really go backwards and forwards or you'd be, you'd be downloading gigabytes yeah. of data every time you wanted to switch between the two mm. um, so anyway they got this experimental build up which they put a temporary fix in um, and yeah instantaneously like you could feel the difference as soon as I jumped in it was a lot smoother and um, yeah so that that issue that I was talking about last week shouldn't be a factor anymore i don't know if they pushed it out to the main build i'm still running the experimental build um it might be something that they push out uh i don't know in a big patch or something like that but yeah at least that like one gripe that i had with the game is is fixed and they jumped on it pretty quickly so that was good yeah and it makes a big difference like yeah the moment well, i jumped in i was like yeah this feels completely different now i felt like even the the Switch version compared to the what I play on my computer. Yeah. I felt like that was like sluggish and you thought the Switch version was good. <laughs> yeah. So I can't even fucking imagine <laughs> how it must have been. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. But yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a much better game when it's flowing well. Uh, I've been dipping in uh, every other, like every other day to yep. like try it, like bust out a couple of levels and it is like still it's really good playing it that way um johnny bravo was talking about the idea of people like speed running it yeah yeah we talked about that as well last week yeah um yeah that, that will be interesting i don't know if it's i don't know if it's got i don't know it feels like one of those ones where the speed runs I, I don't know how they're going to speed run it necessarily because it's quite flat level wise, level wise. So to build up enough speed, like it will wind up being sort of almost like a rhythm game, you mm. know, as opposed to, uh, cause I've been watching, uh, summer games done quick a bit. Right. Yeah. And some of the shit they do to speed run that, those, those things are taking full advantage of, like level layouts and stuff but i think pedro is laid out quite flat right it'll be hard to skip a lot of stuff but it will be interesting to see what they like people come up with and it will be like a really sweet uh i guess uh demonstration of just pure fucking skill and knowledge yeah game because we talked about last week of just i'm not playing it for the speed yeah, for the score yeah, exactly. at the end of the game, I'm playing it just to get through it. <laughs> yeah. But having fun while getting through it. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's that. what makes me wonder about that is, yeah, whether or not I would actually go back and play it a second that. time. Yeah, because what is there it's going to give you? To perfect it, yeah. I got to the levels with the shotgun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that thing rips. That <laughs> feels good. It's just, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I'm surprised it 
I felt like it came a bit late. I guess this it just goes back to what I was saying last week about the pacing. I think the pacing is probably my biggest issue with the game is that, like, pacing-wise, it feels like everything is a little bit longer than I thought it was, and I felt like the shotgun should have come a bit earlier. But once it does come, it feels fucking awesome. But yeah. Anyway. That was the game. Um, the other game I've been playing is Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. Is this because your nickname is Crash? That is it, yes. Um, it's pretty pretty nerdy. Yeah, did you um, did you ever play the original growing up as a, a PlayStation fanboy? Um, no. No, okay. No, there was a card game we played instead. No, it was Chocobo Racing. Uh, we played Chocobo Racing instead. Weebs. Mad weebs. So uh, Crash Team Racing was a a game released in uh, 20 years ago on the PlayStation, the original PlayStation, created by Naughty Dog, the makers of uh, Crash Bandicoot, um, Last of Us, Uncharted series, all those highly recognized games. Um, And this is a a, uh, a remake created by Beanox. My favorite Spider-Man developer, um, and it's a—it's basically Your favorite Spider-Man developer. Yeah, my favorite Spider-Man developer. That's what I said. Hold up, <laughs> explain yourself. Oh no, like, favorite Transformers developer, perhaps. Oh, uh, Okay, Spider-Man. Remember there was a Spider-Man game last year. Did Beanox make that? It was a joke. It was a night. I'm too angry. <laughs> too Who made angry. Spider-Man Two the game? Act, uh, Activision wasn't it Activision wasn't it Infinity Ward I think it was I think it was let's yeah. look it up Spider-Man to the game clackety 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 Treyarch we were close Treyarch it was a Call of Duty yeah it was a Call of Duty developer um, yeah that game had fucking Bruce Campbell in it hmm. did fucking Beanox's Spider-Man game have fucking Bruce Campbell in it? Might have. I fucking think so. It had... I fucking think so. Had Neil Patrick Harris in it. Which one are you talking about? Fucking... Uh, Edge of Time or something. Shattered Dimensions, I think, had Neil Patrick Harris. Right. Had a bunch of the good Spider-Man... Spider-Man animated voice actors... Like Neil Patrick Harris, like Neil Patrick Harris, yeah, because he did he did the animated uh, Spider Man series. He's not Bruce Campbell. How the fuck? Like, why are we talking about Neil, Neil Patrick Harris? How the fuck does that compare? Yeah, God damn. So, uh, Crash Team Racing is a a karting game, very much inspired yeah. by the likes of Mario Kart. You are playing against eight other or seven other races. Um. There are power-ups. There are, you know, boost mechanics in the game. Very much like Mario Kart. It's It's got those catch-up Think Mario mechanics. Kart. Yeah. Think, crash think somebody blatantly ripped <clears throat> off Mario Kart. Mm. That's it. That's, That's the end. That's the end of the pitch. Yeah. That's it. The elevator pitch was, you know, Mario Kart, what if we did that? But yep. with our characters. 
Yeah. I don't even think they had to say that. I think they just went with fucking what if we what if we did that? And then someone like after they got out of the elevator, like, oh, we'll probably get sued by Nintendo. And they're like, we'll fucking we'll fucking pallet swap some shit. We'll just fucking dump in your like I don't know Crash our mascot. Yeah, yeah. Is Crash Bandicoot our Mario? Well, it was back in the day. I know. Such a <clears throat> shit yeah. version of him. Did you ever play Chocobo Racing? No. The only one I played was the... uh, Was it Diddy Kong Racing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking look at it. You should see the screenshot of fucking Chocobo Racing. Yeah, I'll look it up. Good Lord. It is incomprehensible. I think it's listening because I just typed in Cho and it came up. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. That's nuts. Um, Chocobo Racing, obviously, Final Fantasy version with the big chickens. I typed in DI and then it said Diddy Kong Racing. Like, I no fucking know. way I'm trying this out. DI. Digimon. What? Fuck off. When the, what? I, never, I haven't looked at Digimon in fucking... I don't think ever. I don't think I've ever looked for Digimon. How the fuck this week? Digimon I haven't looked at it this week. I def- I've never, ever looked up Digimon... Digimon nerds were the nerds that Pokemon nerds like me beat up. Right. Right? Like, there was a fucking pecking order. Digimon nerds were the lowest. Right. Anyway. Um, so, I'm just looking now. Diddy Kong Racing came out in 97. And um, I don't know if this one does it. I'm going to think that it doesn't. But that had, like, Diddy Kong Racing had a variety of vehicles. Like, you could fly airplanes. Sure. Um, boats, carts. Um, I think that's all I can remember off the top of my head. Whereas, like, uh, Mario Kart kind of went in that direction later on, right? Where they had these, they were carts, but and sometimes they would fly and glide and things like that. Yeah. Um, so they were trying to some variety in there. But from what I've played so far in, in Crash Team Racing, it's very much like... Mario Kart, but with different characters. The boost mechanics a little bit different. Um, in in Mario so Kart, you didn't play CTR back in the day. No, yeah, right. No, so I've got like no nostalgia for it at all. Yeah. Um, the boost mechanic is you sort of hit the the bumpers or the jump button, you start to slide, and then you build a meter up, and you've got to sort of like trigger it at the right time. Wow, sort of like active familiar. reload. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you get another boost and you do that three times and then you get a big boost at the end. Um, mm. yeah, man, it's, it's fine. Like it's an okay game. It doesn't run that great. It, it's running. It looks like 30 frames a second. Um, which right. is uh, like, you compare that to, uh, some of the other car racing games out there. They run at 60, which, um, in saying that, like, the game obviously looks better, I feel like, compared to the Mario Kart 8 or whatever the latest right. one was. Mario Kart Deluxe, I think was the last one that I've seen at an event. Did you just call it Mario Kart Deluxe? Mario Kart Deluxe. You said Mario Kart. Okay. that's Mario his, Kart Deluxe. That is your new name now. That's your new name, mate. <laughs> I don't know, fuck, it's not me. No, it's Mario Kart's of... new name. No, it's yours. Okay. I'm sorry, Mario. Oh, Mario Kart. Um, so there's different characters in the game, different yep. um, uh, stickers you can put on your racing cars and different cars you can unlock and that sort of thing. Um, it, it's presented in sort of this open world 
open racing world environment where you drive around and then right. you go onto a podium that starts the race and by starting the race i mean you've got to wait about 40 seconds for the race to load and then you finish the race and then you wait another 40 seconds for it to go back into the main hub world what for you to drive around again that does sound good it's disgusting um jesus christ like i was sitting there thinking what is this game doing why is it taking so long every time i want to start a new race or start like not start a new race pretty quick starting a race once you if you're in a race and you restart it that's fine if you if you finish a race you want to go back to the main world to choose a new the next race that takes 40 seconds um because it's loading in this this hub every time you're going there and then you Sweet. all you do is drive to a fucking circle on the map and then it sucks oh, you I in love it. and then you go back into the next race and that takes another 40 seconds have you watched community Yes, yes, I have. No fucking way! You have? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, in Community, there's a bit, right? There's a whole bit. It's one of my favourite of the later seasons uh, where um, they meet Elroy, uh, who is... Um, what's his face from um, The Thing? Anyway, uh, and and uh, this is the introduction to Elroy, and... Uh, Elroy has invented a VR machine and uh, it's like something out of Lawnmower Man. And the Dean <laughs> loves this VR thing uh, and and is so enamored uh, by like any any option that he can do, like to delete to delete a file, he has to like grab it and then take it down and drown it in a fountain type stuff. Hmm. And uh, that's how I feel whenever a game uses a fucking hub world instead of just a fucking menu. Just let me fucking select from menu to do the next thing. I don't care about your stupid hub world. Anyway, I do love that episode though. And, uh, you know, it's pretty good stuff. Good story. Great story. Well told. Moving on. Yeah. Is that it? I think I'm so. I'm looking. I'm looking at it on uh, Wikipedia, hmm. Crash Team Racing, the original. Yeah. An official PlayStation magazine described Crash Team Racing as the game that made kart racing cool hmm. and procra- proclaimed that nothing has ever matched its quality. No. So it looks like uh, I backed the wrong fucking horse. Were the load uh, times back then? Chicago Racing. Three minutes uh, or something? Like, yeah, I assume they were still bad. Or, or did uh, it even have a hub world? Was this something new that they put nah, in? Nah, yeah, they definitely added the hub world. Yeah. For sure. I don't know. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Good times. I'm just quickly reading it now. I don't know. Yeah, it's just a weird, like, I'm sure they'll probably put out a patch or something soon, but... In reviews, Chicobo Racing was des- described as a tired rehash... And a attempt by Square to cash in on the popular kart racer genre. Uh, and it averaged 6 out of 10 uh, compared to the 8. 8. Right. 8.8 uh, that Crash Team Racing got. So, yeah. Think about that. Hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, mm. uh, it, like it's fine. I, I'm, I'm having, I had fun playing it. 
<laughs> but they need to do some of those load times. It's ridiculous. PlayStation's just buttering everyone up. They're getting everyone ready. <laughs> yeah, for the They're like remember load times. Well, PlayStation Five, baby. Yeah, SSD. Thing of the past. We've invented the SSD. Yeah. Don't 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 talk to me about computers. No. Yeah. All right. Coming up is uh, what, what do we want to go next? Bloodstained, something of the something. Mm. Shadows of the undergrounds. Shadows of the undergrounds actually might be that. Uh, um, Yeah, Uh, it is a classic story. Um, Ritual of the Night. Is that the new one? There's another Curse of the Moon. I've started typing into Google. That's what I'm saying, right? Like, Curse of the Moon, Ritual of the Night, right? Like, it's just something of of something. Yes. Came out Ritual of the Night. Yes. Uh, My brother got me this, and uh, I hate it. He's trolled you hard. I hate it. I can tell from the name he's trolled you. fucking loves it. So he got it for me (laughs) because he's like, this is the best game I've played in fucking ages. Mm. You have to play it, Job. And I played it for like an hour. Mm. And then I'm like, I fucking hate this. And then I went back and played it for another two hours because uh, I didn't want to disappoint him, right? Like, because he, you know, he reached out to get me a game that he really liked. This was like a fucking branch. Right. Uh, This was an effort from him. He was like... Yeah, this is this is what he's about as a person. Bloodstain, Ritual of the Night. It's terrible. I fucking hate this game. I cannot understand what he likes about it. And then we had a big fucking argument when I told him that it was garbage. <laughs> and it feels like his entire like the entire effort on his part has just gone nowhere as a result. Um yeah. But uh roughly speaking um, it's a Metroidvania game. Uh, it's, you know, people who are, uh, dorks about this shit, um, call it an Igervania because it's created by, um, I guess a dude called Iger, uh, who is like the, the, like granddaddy of, of Castlevania games. Uh, I believe he's responsible for Symphony of the Night, which I did fucking love. I love Symphony, Symphony of the Night. Um, there's another DS game that was real similar to Symphony of the Night. And those are the only two Castlevania games, 2D Castlevania games that I really liked. I did like the fucking Kojima um, fucking Insanity Fest that was the 3D one hmm. that they brought out, although I never played the sequel. Um, anyway, this is in, in very much in the old school style. It is fucking, it's selling for fucking 70 bucks or something on Steam. It's fucking insane how expensive it is. Um, yeah, like, this is being sold as a full-price game. It looks like it's been made in fucking Unity using, like, just basic store assets. It looks bad, like, graphically bad. I'm not a fan of the fucking art style at all. Uh, the storytelling is some of the weebiest, animeiest, like, just horseshit. Everyone, the voice acting's bad. It's not good. Uh, I don't understand how anyone has come to the conclusion that it's good. There is another plane flying over my fucking house right now. Um, yeah, the, uh, like, 
the voice acting, like, they all, there's a little fucking Cockney girl, for reasons I can't understand, who's like, oh, what's going on? Oh, I guess I can get more rice for you! Like, in the most fucking piercing, annoying fucking voice of all time. Uh, and then, yeah, you just sort of fucking, I, I died on the first boss fight and it dropped me back fucking 20 minutes because you have to save. Like, there's no autosave because, you know, it's old school and you have to manually save or whatever the fuck. Right. Uh, fuck that shit. Just fucking save me. The worst part is this, like, first boss fight, it's on a boat. Uh, I complained about it on Twitter. Everyone was like, oh, no, the boss fights are so easy to, like, you can tell when you're going into a boss fight because it's this big, scary, spiky door. Those doors do not appear until after the boat. The boat boss fight is a regular door, but it's slightly orange. Ah. Uh, so that's how you can tell that it's a boss fight because it's slightly orange. And obviously, if it's slightly orange, that's what you get for going through it. Um, yeah, so that reset me 20 minutes. Uh, I did find out that there was a save spot next to it. If I'd gone left through the not slightly orange door instead of right through the slightly orange door, I would have gone to the save room, but because I always go right first and then I loop back around, uh, I guess I had it coming. Um, yeah. So that was, that was good. Um, there's no like block or dodge. Uh, you can, you can scoot backwards, right? But for some reason it's ultra finicky. Like the, the control system in the game is hyper unforgiving of any like minor inconsistencies. Uh, so you've got like these, uh, techniques, your weapons do techniques. Uh, so you can do like, I've, I've got this electric sword and I can like swipe, but if I do like quarter, f- uh, circle forward and then swipe, right? Like a fucking Hadouken, right? Uh, it will call down like thunder and it's good for, extra like against tanky enemies that move slow because they sort of just walk through the fucking lightning real slow obviously you call down lightning you don't call down thunder thunder's just a noise um so yeah i'll call down the fucking lightning and they'll just sort of walk through it but the problem is right for whatever reason it is just it just does not want to fucking work unless i Utterly nail it. I don't understand what the timing of the fucking circle is. Like, I can't fucking get it. I do, I, the, the action is literally quarter for, uh, forward and square, aka X, aka Hadouken. And I can do a Hadouken on command, right? Like, I am bad at fucking video game, uh, at fighting games, right? Fucking. Clip it. Clip it, everyone. No, don't, don't, <laughs> shut up. Uh, <laughs> I'm bad at fucking fighting games, right? But I can do a fucking Hadouken any time of the fucking week, right? I'm good at Hadoukens, bad at every other portion of a fucking fighting game. Uh, no, I can't do them for, for the life of me in Bloodstain, and it drives me fucking bananas. Like, I don't understand why it's like that. But the other thing is, right, the, the other problem I have is that, uh, it's like, because you only dodge backwards, and because it's 2D, and because in the middle of a boss fight, uh, things, a lot of things are happening, right? 
you tend to sort of just get, f- like, fucked if you, if you, t- if I accidentally turn the wrong direction for a moment, right? I can't see that my fucking character has done that. I can't, like, it's hard to fucking make out because the graphics aren't great. And so I will then dodge backwards, but I will dodge directly into the fucking enemy, uh, into the boss because I've turned around, uh, in the, in the moment and, I will obviously eat a bunch of shit and then die. Uh, so yeah, I kind of, I, I fucking hate that. But worse still is the fact that, like, the bosses are, like, here. It would be like, it makes me think of, right, if you're playing Dark Souls, right? You're playing Dark Souls and every single enemy in Dark Souls right, died without any trouble at all, right? Like, you, they're complete, like, from the get-go, you never, ever, ever have a single problem with the fucking Dark Souls uh, basic enemy, right? If you think back to the first time, I think back to the first time I played Dark Souls and, like, I was scared of skeletons, right, at the start. I was like, oh shit, there's a, there's a skeleton. Now when I play Dark, Sco- Dark Souls, I'll just fucking like sp- run through and swipe him a couple of times and then fucking run on. All right. Well, half the time I don't even fucking like bother with them. Right. But like, I'm like, bleep, bleep, right. Imagine if the first time I played Dark Souls, I'd be like, bleep, bleep, to every fucking skeleton. And then I get fucking dumped on by some fucking boss who is. Just absolutely fucking the shit out of me, right? Like, <laughs> utterly fucking the shit out of me. And my options to not get the shit fucked out of me are a, a small scoot backwards that only barely outranges their swipe. Mm. Which means if you aren't, like, you actually kind of have to do two steps backwards and then the dodge backwards. Uh, and you don't walk backwards, right? You don't like, uh, you, you don't have the option to s- put your shield up and step backwards. If you want to go left, you run left, right? So you have to run left and then turn back right and then dodge. Because if you run left and then dodge, you will dodge back into, you'll dodge backwards. Mm. So you'll dodge to the right. So you have to run left, turn right, dodge. Uh it's, but like the thing is not a single one of the enemies that you're coming up against before the boss does a single portion of that fight. Like you're not taught anything that you need to like to beat the first, the second boss in the game. Right. And it took me fucking forever uh, to, to do this. You have to, yeah. Run backwards, turn back, dodge. And the other thing you have to do is when he's doing his fucking top swipe, you have to fucking slide underneath, right? So you can slide underneath pretty easy by putting, the, like, pressing down and pressing, I think it's A. Uh, that's easy. It's not that hard, right? But you don't encounter a single fucking enemy before then that swipes high and requires a fucking, I guess, like, there's one enemy that maybe could you like you could utilize that technique against but like there's no reason to because it's so much easier to just fucking chop it do you see what i'm saying like <laughs> the 
The basic enemies mm. are so fucking simple that you will never ever find yourself in a situation where you're learning the techniques you need to beat a fucking boss. So the the difference in difficulty between basic enemies and bosses is fucking insane, right? It's just this massive ramp up of complexity that you're nowhere near prepared for. Uh, and so, yeah, mm. I hate it. Uh, yeah, and everything moves way too sluggishly. Like, you, you like, you, I don't feel, I compare, like, when I was arguing with my brother, I compared it to Dead Cells, right? Because Dead Cells, you feel nimble, right? You feel agile. You feel like you can fucking move wherever the fuck you want and do whatever the fuck you need to at any point in time uh, in terms of, like, movement. And this doesn't feel like that. This feels like you are super... You're trapped in fucking treacle or something. It's very annoying. Mm. Anyway. I'm sure it's getting, like, nines. (laughs) Oh, it totally is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't like it. Anyway. Oh, it's about to be a fight. Oh, oh good. Um, cat fight? Got it, nearly, it was nearly a cat fight. Got it. All right. Anyway. Should we move on? Yep. PUBG. PUBG. It's back, baby. It is, I, I think I'm going to clip that part last week where you said you were done with PUBG. <laughs> and then have it in this section. Just Good. constantly over the back, like really softly, like you whispering while this conversation Dude, is happening. Like auto-tune remix. <laughs> it, it's alternating between the I'm bad at video games and I'm not playing PUBG anymore. It's like those two. See, all I said was I'm bad at video. So uh, luckily, power I'm editing. clear on that one. I'm just bad at video. Um yeah, uh, I had a lot of fun with PUBG over the last week. Uh, I was 100% done with it, and then uh, I got convinced to give it a run. I think, because uh, I usually play Apex with you and Kleb, uh, where the Apex diehards, but neither of you are there to play. Right. And I didn't want to solo queue, and then I saw that Drew and Old Main Heath were playing PUBG, i uh, I'll just fucking jump in PUBG. So I jumped back into PUBG, play with them, and had a fucking whale of a time. Um, the I think the key key thing for me was I fixed my fucking visual settings. Right. For some reason, I, I have no idea why, when I reinstalled the game, uh, all of my settings were set to ultra. Right. Uh, like everything. And you need to put everything on ultra. low or medium. Uh, yeah. So, like, not only was all, like, all, every single bit of grass in the game rendering in loving detail, and anytime I turn, like, I'm, I'm barely getting fucking 50 frames out of this fucking game because it's trying to render six billion blades of grass or something. <laughs> uh, but also, yeah, the fucking view distance for this grass is like 16 fucking kilometers. And, yeah, it's just like fucking, I'm just getting fucking pants in this shit, which is driving me fucking bonkers, right? I can't make anything out. It's just noise. In, uh, in, yeah, there's just fucking visual noise all over the fucking place. Nah, 
Not anymore. Now I can actually, yeah, like, shit actually functions the way it's supposed to. Um, we still get lag, right? We're still at 150 ping. But then, like, while we were playing, uh, while I was playing with um, Goofball and Drew, we randomly got dumped on Aussie servers. Hmm. And that was fucking awesome. Like, it felt just like good times again. Like, we're just fucking on Aussie servers having a good time. And, yeah, it was sick. Uh, they should never have killed the Aussie servers. They're fucking morons, but they did. Um, yeah, had a lot of fun. Like, some good chicken dinners. Uh, the next day, jumped on, and I was playing um, with Crimson and JC. And, uh, yeah, they only play in third person, which I am not a fan of. <laughs> uh, but right. they, like... I, I think they can't, like, they can't function in first person. Mm. Uh, like, they cannot do shit right. in first person at all. Um, Are you still getting dumped were, on Southeast Asia? No, we were getting, I think we were getting into more Aussie servers on third person, which is weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got some more wins, uh, had some awesome fucking, like, awesome fights. Um, I really, like, got into Vikendi. Um, Vikendi's a cool map. Uh, I didn't like it. I think we were playing at night when we first played, like when, I was, when we were talking about it last week. Night mode is a tough way to first experience that fucking map. Hmm. Uh, it's real hard to make shit out. Um, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, we were like, Vikendi's got some really interesting locations. It's large. It feels pretty old school, like sort of reminds me of Miramar type stuff. Yeah. Uh, not Miramar, um, Erangel, and yeah, got some good wins, got some high kill wins. I think I had like a seven kill win where I f- finished that shit off. Uh, I felt, I don't know what it was, but something about like playing at 150 ping and, uh, sniping. Yeah. I feel way more, like, I'm just fucking way more confident sniping when I've got a low ping. I'm like, fucking, well, I'm actually in a hit shots now, so fuck it, I'll take the fucking. I'll take the con on here. Let's go do this shit. Um, I think I had a, was it like the M24 and, uh, the org? Hmm. Fucking, what a fucking bananas combo. Like, forget, like, I don't go for the second shot with the M24. You hit them once and then you just fucking spray them with the org and they're dead in fucking moments. They're down without a fucking prayer. Um, but yeah. Um, what was the other one? Um, oh yeah, I had this one fucking sick game on, on Vikendi. We started, we're supposed to go to the, the winery, uh, but we landed short because they've really changed how you fucking parachute. Yeah. And you no longer make anywhere near as much distance as you used to. Um, but yeah, so we landed short, made our way up to the winery, uh, easy peasy. We wound up getting like three cap crates, like three crates all to ourselves, uncontested. Shit. Um, so like two of us were in fucking ghillie suits, like fucking guns up the wazoo. Everything's working out. And then, um, yeah, working our way around. We just haven't encountered anyone until about like the fucking second last circle of this game. Yep. Um, not, not the second last circle in general, but the second last circle of this game, because it ended fucking pretty soon after this. 
uh, yeah, it was just a clusterfuck. There was still like fucking 25 people alive and there were a number of circles left to go. Uh, we're only about 20 minutes into this fucking, into this match. Like there was a fuck ton left. Uh, but yeah, it started fucking popping off and we're just fucking shredding fools. They had no idea where we were. Uh, yeah, we wound up finishing this one off, um, with only me alive. I think I had five kills at this point. Um, yeah, only me alive. Uh, two other players, two enemy players, uh, left. I managed to plink one of them. Yeah. Uh, like straight headshot down. And the last one started teeing me up, but I had the circle. I'd like, we both had as much of the circle as each other, but I managed to get into position first. And then I just fucking pinged him with fucking a billion grenades uh, so that he was, like, forced in, like into the outskirts of... He couldn't hide behind rocks. He couldn't get cover to make it to the circle. Mm. And then he's fucking... He pushed pretty hard. This was still, like, third person, so it's not, like, a real chicken dinner. It's a fake chicken. Um... Yeah, he pushed in and then I just fucking sprayed him down. He's eye, peas eye, dunzo. Uh, it was fucking, it felt like a really good win. Like, despite the third person, and I was, oh, I was third person peeking like a oh, fucking turd, 100%. But like, so was he, so I don't feel that bad about it. Um, but yeah, it was good. It's good. Felt good. And then, yeah, played a couple more games. I've played a bunch more games since they released their update yesterday. I didn't feel good about that. I didn't feel like it added that much, to be honest. Um, is that the one, like, is the new Erangel in the game as well? No. No? Not yet? Uh, they added vaulting, right? As far as I know, it's not in there, because I played Erangel yesterday. And right. it didn't look new to me. The one map that I played. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um... Yeah, it must yeah. be still working on that part. But this is like the update that adds the ledge grabbing to be able to climb higher um, yep. obstacles or or grab onto ledges if you jump on them, like from a house to house. Um, yeah. There's also a new weapon, a Beretta. Um, I don't know. Beretta? The Deagle. Oh, is it a Deagle? Yeah, same yeah. thing. Oh, same. <laughs> I don't know if they added the car, the new car. I did not look at the patch notes, so... I didn't either. I didn't see them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. What, what, like, you've been playing it? You don't seem as keen on it as I am. No. I don't like playing with 150 ping at all. Yeah. I like yeah. going from playing with 10 to 15 ping and then going to 150 is fucking nuts. Like, that is not a good time. Um, it's, it's, it feels like yeah, the weird. old days playing PUBG where they had that crappy netcode in where it was, like, um, where you could get shot behind rocks and shit. Like, it'd take advantage of people that were lagging. But now yeah. it feels like the reverse. Like, they eventually fixed that. Like, it got better. They did the same thing that, like, Rainbow Six Siege did where, like, no, it's, it's you know, the person with the better ping will have the advantage. And um, now it feels like back in those days again where you, you peek out behind a rock, you duck behind the rock, and then you get headshot from 
whoever was shooting you, like yeah. over there. Um, yeah, it's just like, oh my god, it's not good. Um, yeah, I, the the one thing I remember about playing against laggy cunts in PUBG is that they always had mad fucking lag advantage, lag compensation, which made it super fucking annoying to play against. And now we jump in where we're forced to play with 150 ping and for whatever reason, they've magically fucking fixed the one advantage of playing on a bad server, which is the lag compensation. So we don't get pickers advantage and I just get fucking punted by, uh, yeah, people who hyper rush me. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. It feels bad. Um, I've been testing VPNs out, and I've yeah. got it down to 110 is the right. lowest I can get. Um, yeah, and that seems to be from talking to people is probably about as low as it's going to get. And just by doing my own research, it's not going to get yeah. lower than that. Yeah. Not unless you're living in Brisbane or somewhere north Perth. Where you're closer yeah. to Singapore or Southeast Asia or Asia, um, so yeah, 110 is still pretty high. Yeah, and that's still. like like you'd have to pay for a VPN to be able to play it with 40 to 30 milliseconds lower. Yeah, I'm not like yeah, it is what it is though. At the end of the day, I, I still got chicken dinners on 150 ping, so I don't give a fuck really. I just. Right, let's get it done. But you could be getting them consistently with a low ping. You'd be getting more kills. I've got excuse. I've got. I've got the oldest excuse in the book now for any loss. Damn lag. Lag got me. Classic lag. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So you haven't had any fun at all, then? Not really. Not when I'm getting shot in the head by teammates. Um. <laughs> uh, I did. I did actually shoot Luke in the head. Uh, it was, yeah, uh, Skrull was like, uh, killing your best player, um, seems like a bad plan, but <laughs> I was the best player in that game, I got fucking six kills in that game. I was dead. And how many kills did you get, Luke? Did six you get kills, six including, or seven, well, including me? No, I got five, <laughs> and you is six, uh, like, yeah, how many did you get? None. So, interesting. The, the, interesting. The best part about that video is... It shows you shooting this guy, turning around, and then me leaning out the car and shooting this guy, where I, I was already out the car and shooting at this dude for about half a second or a second. Like, that's how oh, much really? difference there is in those <laughs> um, in the gameplay. Because I was like, oh, he got me when I was shooting at him. And then I'm like, friendly fire, what the fuck? Uh, Job shot me in the back of the head. But then yeah. on your screen, like- I'm not out yeah, the car. I was shooting I'm like and getting out of the ducked car. Ducked your head out. Yeah. Whereas on my screen, I'm shooting this dude. Like I'm, I'm firing bullets into him. I'm just like, oh man, this is so such old. Oh, so annoying. Um, but like I'll, I jump in every once in a while. But I'm getting, I'm starting getting messages from people that seeing me back in it, being like, "You want to play? You want to play?" I'm like, "Not yeah. really. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm literally in here just fucking around for a little bit, and then I'm out. I'm gone. Um, yeah." Apex update hits next week. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Like, I, I, Season two. I'm curious to see. Like, I haven't actually played it with 110 ping. Yeah. Because um, I installed a... a everyone was saying to use Mudfish, which is a, um, a like a gaming VPN. Um, right. Uh, there's a bunch of different gaming VPNs out there that basically will 
route the traffic from the actual game uh, using ports and just put it through that VPN. So everything else, um, all your other data, your Discord, your web browsing, whatnot, will still go through your normal internet provider. Um, right. But if you want to, you can obviously do like a full VPN, but yeah. this tries to just do specific game traffic. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's... I feel like, yeah, we 110 is like our cap. We're not going to get better than that. Just Yeah. Except for all the people, like the, some people are playing with like 100 ping without a VPN and shit, which is bananas. I don't understand. Well, their, yeah, their routing table is just different. JB's in fucking Newcastle. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, because his internet provider is routing it through a different, like, yeah. where I think we're both on internet, right? Yeah. So it's it's routing it through a specific like servers. It's yeah. jumping this yeah. way, and which is what this VPN is doing. It's going all right. We're just going to kill all those. We're going to block all those things, and this is the way we're going to connect you to that next server. Maybe it's doing one less hop or two less hops. Um, yeah, thirty milliseconds is not huge. Like from here to Melbourne is probably an extra fifteen milliseconds. Yeah. So it's not it's not massive. Ten or fifteen. Anyway, yeah, man, I like. Even then, just buying a VPN to play it, I don't know. Like, I'd have to look into the pricing to see what it's like. No, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not getting a VPN just to play it. Yeah, I just deal. Yeah. Mm. Um, I did have Discord went down. On the internet Monday. went down. Half the internet. What? Yeah. Mm. It, it was a no. uh, basically there was a um, an issue with like Cloudflare which does oh, okay. like a bunch of internet services. And yep. so it wasn't Discord. It was literally That's like helped. name a website. It was down <laughs> or it went the, down. The um the game was still working and fucking hell, it took everyone in my squad so fucking long to work out. Like they all play with like voice off by default, like in-game voice off by default. Right. Because I guess they're tired of, queuing with randoms who won't shut the fuck up. But, uh, yeah, it took so long to work out that they couldn't hear anyone anymore. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, it definitely lost me a game because uh, we, we managed to come second. I coordinated uh, this spectacular assault. Uh, we were on Miramar. And you know the crater? We were on the yeah. lip of the crater in Miramar. We had to go down into the crater mm. to get to the circle. And I coordinated a spectacular assault and then I sounded it out and then hit the go button and then fucking ran on down and got to the bottom and nobody had come with me. Because uh, they hadn't heard me because I hadn't been pushing to talk. Uh, right. And I was, like I was still on Discord and it was just me fucking pinging it. And then because I was down there alone, I got... Owned. Uh, there was too many. There were two dudes uh, on one on my left, one on my right, and I got fucking wrecked. Wrecked. So that was pretty funny. Uh, but they still like the dudes still up on the loop of the crater. Did pretty well. They just, yeah. Uh, by the time they actually decided to push the circle, it was all eyes on them. So they got a bit shredded. It was a bit tricky. Right. Yeah. Um. We're still good fun. What are your thoughts on the new ping system? I hate it. Uh, I think it needs improvement. I would prefer it to be like, obviously, Apex is the standard. 
But I don't like yeah. the click and hold. Like, it takes a good second for you to mark something. The alts, left alt and middle click, you mean? Uh, I don't know. My buttons are remapped, so oh. when I ping right. something... um, What do you press? It's mapped to middle mouse button, which I feel yeah. like that's what Drew was saying his was as well. Yeah, but you have to hold alt, left alt to do it. Oh, I don't have to. So whatever your free look button is, yeah, plus that. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's the soft ping. Um, it's oh, I, I don't hate it. Like, yeah, I guess you could. I don't know what the fuck else I I use middle mouse button for. So I guess I could just go straight middle mouse button. Yeah, that'd be fine. Um, because we I was messing around with it yesterday, and it is um. I don't. There's this. There could be a distance on it, but it seems to be pretty accurate in terms of like marking spots on the map as well. Yeah. Because I was using it yesterday, and uh, like looking at a location and then pinging the spot, it would yeah. come up on the map like, "This dude, this is like where you're marking. It's like on the map next to a wall." I'm like, "That's exactly where I was marking." That is. Yeah. Um, it's back at that spot where. When they first put that uh, ping system in the, in the compass, or it was like marking things on the map, I think, like on your actual HUD, I think. Yeah. Uh, like on your UI, you can actually see it. Whereas this is sort of like that, but it's marking it on your little mini map now instead. Yeah, or on the compass at the top. Yeah. The radial compass. Yeah, and now it's telling you like... I think that's 230 good. degrees, or is it 230 meters, something like that now it says. It's degrees. It's got to be degrees, because I think the reason they got rid of the way it was... It's because they don't want you to be able to easily, uh, like, work out ranges. Right. Yeah. It's supposed to be not that simple. Degrees, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just feel like maybe I need to bind it to a new button. Just on middle mouse click, it's like, it just feels like it's too slow. It takes too long for this thing to come up for me to ping something. Like, oh, I've got to, okay, fair enough. Um, yeah. Whereas in Apex, like you just press the button, and it immediately pings. You're not waiting for yeah. a, like a um, a radial wheel to come up to be able to select what you want to do. Yeah. So, yeah, just uh, some fine tweaking, but like the communication stuff is good because we were playing with two guys that um, didn't speak English, Drew and I, when we were messing around with it. Right. And that allows you to talk to people because yeah. you can be like, go here or enemy here. Like there was a point where we were running around part of the map because <laughs> i don't remember the names anymore um up near the crates on the top left hand area of the map that area and uh right. like there were doors that were open and we like i was i heard a like a window smash and so i started telling drew there was someone over here he came over and we started mm. marking like on the radio wheel that like someone's here and then the two other guys come you know, come over and start looking and then gunfire took off and then we started shooting people and whatnot. So yeah, like that stuff is cool. Like being able to communicate with people that you normally wouldn't be able to communicate with. Just, it's a better experience. Um, as opposed to like two people just running around and then like we finish that gunfight and it's like, all right, where do we go next? And so we start picking, let's move over here and then they start running off with us and you know, we get another gunfight, but it's just handy. I just think it needs to be a little bit more fluid in terms of how it's sort of interacting. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. Yep. Cool. Cool. Uh, Apex, quickly, because um, still playing that. We talked about 
last week the flyers slash dragons that were introduced into the game yep um because they're doing this whole like lead up to season two which drops next week and um yeah as a recap what happened was the leviathans started moving around the map um there were messages being sent out by uh some unknown person saying that like hey they're on the move something's happening like rosie is is coming type stuff and uh one of the leviathans which is the big like dinosaur looking creatures that are on the map uh has started what well, started moving up towards like runoff to the um the western side of the map and then a bunch of flying creatures showed up as well which were dropping um, death boxes from your friends list and in those death boxes they would have weapons and gear and um yeah you basically could shoot them and get a couple items like a neat little way of just getting more loot wouldn't necessarily have stuff that was great but sometimes it you know you could see like oh that's got a purple box on it maybe i'll go chase that one or you know, it's got a gold box and you shoot it down and it's got a thermal scope that you don't need. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Severely disappointed. Um, yeah. But yeah, so they're doing this whole story thing and then um, people are being digging into like a bunch of the reveal content. So there's the season two trailer that was released at E3. Um, I don't know if you've seen this stuff. I saw like someone did this crazy fucking breakdown of video looking at like the silhouettes in the background splash screen yeah the fucking yeah yeah lunacy well that so that's <laughs> the thing is that they've looked at that sort of stuff and and noticed that there are there are pictures of locations in the game that don't look the same anymore um in particular places like bridges where it seems to be flooded now or at least yeah. it's flooded in that picture and it's broken like the the there's buildings that are that are fucked up and things like that um and there's uh there's some references to, to things like that that's sort of going on in the game. And um, I think I, I think I sent a theory. I can't remember if it was to you guys or put on Twitter or something, but like people have started like breaking down what they think is going to happen. And right. um, there was a, one of the messages they kind of put out to Twitter. People uh, looked into that a bit more and they found that there was going to be a, a reference to some sort of computer that would show up in the game and where people were looking, there was kind of like this weird rock that you could sort of ping and it would highlight, but there was nothing there. Um, And so anyway, yesterday, some weird stuff started happening. Repulsor, which is one of the areas in the map. It's got this giant um, like device (laughs) on the, the roof of one of the buildings has started spinning around. And, um, in terms of the lore, they added a bit more context to that. Like they said that they've basically amplified the power of this device, which is—it's right. basically supposed to stop these creatures from coming to the island. And so the the two leviathans have turned around; they're now facing away from the island to make yep. it feel like they're leaving. Um, the flyers have disappeared, and. Uh, um, so the idea is that the the repulsor has always been powered up, but these creatures are still coming to the island, so they've turned it up a bit more to try and get rid of them. And um, and also today an update has gone out where the actual laptop has shown up on the map. Uh, it's not doing anything at this time, but it's it's in the location that people um, figured out where it would show up, and it's now there. 
And this leads to a new character, which they haven't actually talked about yet, called Crypto, um, who is like a hacker. And the current theory is that Crypto is going to show up and shut down Repulsor, which is going to cause Leviathans to come back, or in particular, uh, a Leviathan called Rosie, which we haven't seen yet, who is a bigger Leviathan, and is going to destroy part of the map um, and cause it to flood in certain aspects. There's a giant, um, there's a waterfall up near the top right of the map, which that's where they're thinking. And there's actually a river that runs through the middle of the map, but there's not a lot of water there. It's, you can sort of, you can run through it, it slows you down, but it's not like a big deal. Um, so yeah, the current theory is that that waterfall is going to be attacked. Uh, it's going to flood the middle of the map and break a bunch of shit. Right. And that, like, this, these are theories that have been put together a, a week ago and that is starting to like come sort of to fruition from all these things that are happening um yeah from people saying like hey there's probably another leviathan that we haven't seen yet that is going to fuck shit up um so yeah it's cool like what they're doing like the whole law thing and changing things within the environment and like adding some more things into the game that like gets people jazzed about it because i i'm having fun like reading this stuff every couple of days when they add little easter eggy things into the game um, this crypto character they haven't actually talked about at all yet. Um, it seems to be, I mean, people are speculating that they might actually just release two characters next week. That'd be rad. As opposed to one. Cause the one they've shown off is, is what was it? Watson, um, who is an engineer who builds things. And I guess you could link that to people were saying, well, if this map does get destroyed, you have an engineer who builds things and the law behind that is she's been sent in to like repair it to try and yep. sort it out. Um, so yeah, there's some cool ideas that are going on there. There is a, a season two trailer that is going to drop within the next 24 hours. And I'm sure we'll learn more about what's going on with that. But yep. um, I'm liking like the little updates they do every couple of days that add some weird things to the game. And yeah, it's yeah. fun. Yep. All right, should we move on? Let's do it. We talk about uh, team fight tactics. Team fight tactics. Uh, yeah. So auto chess, right? It's the new, new hotness, I guess. Uh, it's what everyone is losing their shit about at the moment. If you look at Twitch, and if you look at Twitch, the biggest game on it is team fight tactics. Uh, it's finally available to the general public. Um, right. To buy it, all you need to do is download the League of Legends uh, launcher. I guess sign up for an account and whatnot. Uh, and yeah, this is a auto chess and auto battler based on League of Legends. Essentially, uh, it's it's quite different to the regular to to what we've experienced in the other auto battlers. In that you. Um, in Team Fight Tactics, so I sort of dismissed it out of hand last week because I watched it on Twitch and I wasn't a fan of it. It did have some interesting ideas, but yeah, yeah. Um, the interesting idea, the most interesting idea, I think, is that um, you either attack or defend straight up. Yeah, right. You don't attack and defend. You don't send a clone version of your team to someone else's board. You 
take your team and go to someone else's board and fight them yeah. directly. I'm a fan of that um, a lot. Yeah, me too. I think <laughs> it's cool. That's a really cool idea. Um, and yeah, so that's that. Like that's the first big thing that they do. The other thing they do is it's, it's a slightly different board. It's not um, the eight by eight, so it's got it's even more divorced from chess now. Seeing how ch- the chess board was literally the only thing tying it in. Uh, to chess in the first place. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you've got uh, your eight by eight sort of uh, situation is gone. It's replaced. I think it's eight by six, and it's hexes or something. I think. I think that's how it is. Um, I've only played one game, so I'm not one thousand percent certain. I didn't count the fucking hexes. Um, yeah, so it's uh that's that's different. And uh what else? Oh yeah, and it's got like a drafting phase where you everyone gets teleported to this drafting area and uh you sort of sit there and whoever is lowest, whoever has the least amount of life, uh is unlocked from their I guess their position. And they're able to move their little uh minion over and grab a hero. So you basically get a free hero every eight or ten rounds. Mm. Um, but what which hero you get is sort of dependent on uh, like how well you're doing. If you're coming first, you will get the last pick out of this hero draft. Right. So it's sort of a little bit of a catch-up mechanic where, you know, by the later rounds, the heroes that are turning up in the circle are like the really good ones. Um, but there's only like two of the really good ones in this circle and the rest of the heroes that are there are kind of shit. So the worst, the players doing the worst will get first pick of the really good heroes and you'll have to sort of grab from the worst ones. Um, yeah, which is interesting. It's an interesting situation. Uh, like a a cool little catch up technique. Mm. Um, what I don't like is uh, that you have to, you basically have to be your fucking League of Legends wizard to understand any of this shit. Their names, like during this draft process, mm. they run around in a fucking circle, right? And there's no names above them. It doesn't have, uh, what is his name? Pudge? It's Pudge a character in Dota? It is, yeah. It's not in League of Legends. Fat. It doesn't have fat hook guy, right? It doesn't have fat hook guy above his name uh, and, you know, heartless slash warrior, right, uh, on him. It's just the character, and they sort of glow the color, that the rarity they are. Sure. So you can see this mild gold glow of a character who is super rare. Mm. Uh, but otherwise, that's it. You have to somehow know what these characters are um, before, like, just by glancing at them, which is fine if you're a League of Legends weirdo, but I am not. Uh, so I can't tell at a glance that easily, seeing how I still can't name most of the Dota players and I've played fuck tons of Underlords. Uh, well, I can't even, like, I can't name... 90% of the uh, the Dota players, but I can't even name most of the Underlords characters, let alone fucking... Um, fish guy. Dota characters, yeah. Fucking fish hunter. Um, 
Yeah, like it's it just seems like a mad dick dick punch. Uh, and then once you're in the like in the game itself, it, it doesn't do a good job of fucking. A lot of the characters look pretty similar to me, uh, especially if you're building synergies, right? Like if you're building a bunch of knights, you got a bunch of fucking characters that look like knights, and so it's fucking tough to work out which ones are fucking which ones which knight and stuff like that which I don't think helps. Um, it's got entirely random loot, which is a classic auto chess, like the mod auto chess style and also the mobile auto chess version, um, which I fucking hate. Uh, in the game that I played, I was coming third uh, and I stumbled my way, like managed to last long enough until I, uh, I got to the dragon fights. Beat down the dragon, fine, didn't get a single fucking item out of it. Uh, and I like post, I said this in the chat and the other four people still playing all posted the this, this shit they got. They all got items out of that fight and I didn't get shit. Hmm. I lost the next turn. Uh, like, because we were all pretty even already and they just got a bunch of items and I didn't get fucking squat. That's the fucking, that's the dumbest fucking shit in in the auto battle genre random fucking items is stupid as fuck and like it's it honestly makes me not want to play team fight tactics at all the underlord system is as far as i'm concerned the fucking stock standard the bare minimum take that system and do something interesting with that do not fucking yeah randomly assign items and then there's like item combinations and stuff that you're supposed to inherently know how items combine and stuff, uh, which I guess is more League of Legends knowledge, which I'm not fucking wild about. Um, because there's just like that it's just not accommodating to players who Yeah, I've watched a lot of League of Legends, but that doesn't mean I'm like Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm fucking great at League of Legends, right? That's fucking idiotic. Uh and I don't like what I guess it's ironic that I would say this after opening this podcast by saying that we're never going to get new play, uh, new fucking listeners, right? <laughs> uh, so why would we try? And now I'm fucking ripping in the riot for deciding I'm never going to get fucking new players. So why would they try? But I'm not right, right? Like, fuck it. Like, Riot's a multi-million dollar fucking company and they should be doing fucking better than Jobo and Luco, who are honestly sort of shitting this in every week. Um... We are the fucking best. We're the best of the best. And I never want to hear any different. This is the same attitude that Ryan has, I assume. Um, but I didn't fart on anyone's head. And apparently farting on people's heads is a common occurrence of Ryan. So, mm. uh, anyway, I hate the itemization. Uh, and I'm not wild about the sheer volume of super pedantic League of Legends knowledge that you need to work out how the fuck shit, like, to the best synergies to work. And despite this, I was still able to basically work out enough to, like, to actually come in the top half of the game I played, right? Like, I don't know League of Legends at all, but it's still an auto-battler. I still understand the core concepts enough which i think is is good right um i think that's good the other problem i had is that the chat goes up directly over the synergies portion yeah 
so you can tell what synergies you've got and it's got some interesting synergies it seems like it's got more like lo- a lower threshold for a lot of its synergies like two is the default yeah. for a lot of the synergies which is i think is good uh it encourages you to sort of build a diverse team um, but the chat goes up over that fucking portion. So anytime, not only is it anytime anyone says anything, you can't see the fucking synergies, but also anytime anyone combines stuff that comes up in the chat window. So you can't see anything, uh, which means, yeah, you just sort of like trying to peer around. Do I have two nights, three nights? What have I got there? I'm not sure, which I think is just sort of dumb. And the last thing that drives me nuts about it is the loading times because holy Fuck. I do not understand how it takes this long for this game to load. It's, it's loading Crash it Team Racing. Yeah, it's, it's trying to load the hub world from Crash Team Racing every time we fucking play a fucking match. It seriously takes fucking yonks. A game of Underlords pops, like, it'll be... The way Underlords works in party mode is it'll search for a game and then it'll go... Uh, it'll reset you to... Like the basic screen, the basic party screen. Mm. So it'll be like searching for a game. The game pops and it looks exactly like whoever is hosting has canceled the search. And then the game is started. Like literally three seconds will pass and you're in the game. It takes fucking 30 seconds for League of Legends to fucking load. It is hyper insane i do not understand what the fuck is going on there i can only assume the only thing i can assume right is that it's doing the loading thing from like rainbow six you know like it waits for everyone to fucking cycle through and like then they're ready and then they load right and then they're ready to rock right i can only assume that that's what's going on and i'm playing against some motherfuckers who are, have cracked out their best fucking ti calculator and they've decided to play some fucking team fight tactics on a fucking potato <laughs> and this is it this is how i'm gonna fucking win this game i'm gonna start the loading time now go off and cook a fucking roast dinner and come back and it'll be finished but instead of telling me that someone else is taking forever to load, it's just like, <laughs> you're taking forever to load. Everyone's taking forever to load. We all load at the same time. Fuck you. That's what's going on. It takes just yonks. It's crazy. It's crazy shit. Anyway, that's it. Teamfight Tactics. Uh, I'm not a fan. Underlord's so much better. It's bananas. Right. It is ridiculous. But you could play Teamfight Tactics if you were so inclined to you get into it right now. No, I'm good. Is it is it like does it do the um, League of Legends thing where it has you in the launcher and then you ready up and Loading, then it loads yeah. again? That's that, is that what's taking so long? Maybe I guess. Like yeah, it loads the game from the launcher and then takes yeah. it back to the launcher at the end. But I could load Underlords in like a heartbeat anyway. Yeah, right. Like. I think the longest part of loading Underlords as a game is still the Valve splash screen. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, like, you can I probably s- get rid of that, right? What is it? Like no splash or something? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. I just like, I just like hearing it. I like being reminded that Valve make video games. Uh, <laughs> no, they don't, Joe. They don't make video games. My bad. Sorry. Yes. They don't make video games. Uh, but yeah. But I think they've released two in the last week and they don't make video yeah. games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do like that what what has gone down is, like, 
basically Valve has, like, just dropped everything to make a fucking un- uh, auto chess game. They're like, uh, whatever we're doing, we should be making auto chess. Eh? Like, just fucking go, 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 fucking release it. Release it on mobile, release it here. Do a fucking, did you see, I posted a thing on Twitter, like the Underlords news thing. No. Uh, uh, Underlords on like their news thing had a fucking. Oh yeah, I saw test. that. I saw it on my. You open it up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's fired now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No. It's Steam. How do you not know how Steam works? <laughs> you literally own the platform. What the fuck? They just gave him the account. He's only new. It's fucking bananas. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I've been playing it since last week. You, um, I think you've been talking about it a little bit. Uh, I think kind of just come yeah, out. On. I've put like yeah. 30 hours into it so far. <laughs> I actually thought the first couple of times you played, I thought you didn't like it, eh? Have you seriously played 30 hours? I've played 22 hours. What the fuck? Right. That's amazing. Or maybe it's not, oh, it's probably not counting. Mobile time. Okay. Right. It's fine. No, I haven't We're played okay. it on mobile. Uh, I really fucking like it a lot. It yeah. is very good. Uh, it is extre- Like it is definitely RNG. It has got RNG. And that's kind of the thing that I've never liked about um, CCGs, collectible yeah. card games. I never got into Hearthstone. Um, you know, I play Magic the Gathering, but it's not something where I'm like, I'm going to go buy a bunch of cards and yeah. you know, that sort of thing anymore. Um just because, I mean, there are obviously elements of that you can you can manage. Uh, I like watching, used to like watching poker back in the day on TV. But again, there's like random elements to that. There's obviously a lot of maths behind it, working out odds and, and that sort of thing. But at the end of the day, you kind of got to try and deal with what you've been given and then do the best possible thing that you can with what you've been, been handed. Um, yeah. RNG mitigation. Right. And, uh, yeah, there's definitely feels like there are, there are moments in this game where that happens. And I guess just to start off with the basics, cause I don't know if we explained it a lot in the last game we talked about, but you're, um, in Underlords, at least you're kind of given a hero pool at the start of the game, like five Roughly heroes, the they've yep. got different types of, uh, attack speeds, attack damage, armor, health, uh, abilities, passives, some of them. And then yep. you start, uh, you pick a character and they're worth a certain amount of points and um, you put them down. And each time you put a character down, there's like a phase that you go through. And uh, once the phase ends, you either win or you don't win. And depending on what happens, you get gold. And then you use that gold to buy more characters each round. You get given, is it five? Five new characters to choose from, or is it six? Yeah, yeah, your yeah, table is yeah. always fine. And, and that's the same team fight tactics. Yeah, and so you get just this, that staple for the auto battler right. genre, basically. And so the game starts off, you've got five characters to choose from, they're all one, one gold each. And as, as, as the game progresses, there's different tiers of characters, they get better and better, but they cost more gold. And you've got to, yeah. you've got to match three of them together to level them up, makes them more powerful. Um, they so do go more- from one star to two star, yep. and two star to three star. Right, and in order to go from two to three, you've got to get two two stars together, and then three. Sorry, three two stars. Yeah, get you've got to get uh, you've got to get three characters to make another two star, and then you've got to get another three characters to make another two star, and then another three to make 
three two stars, and then that joins them to a, yeah. a three star, and that's the highest you can get. And that's sort of like mid to late game compositions that you you got to try and work towards. And um, it's that thing where you might not get that third character for quite a while, and you've got to decide at that point, well, shit, do I ditch on this? And you've got like a a, a backpack that you kind of store these characters into. So it's so, sort of good early on to pick up a, a range of them. And then as opposed to being like, I'm going to pick up two of these characters and hopefully I'll get this third one eventually. It's it's sometimes may not play out that way. You know, sometimes you'll get it in the second round. You get really fucking lucky and you'll get that two-star character in the second round, whereas you might go 20 rounds in and not pick it up at, at all. Yeah. Um, just because that's the way that it's rolled for you. And... um yeah, and so yeah. At the end of the day, like imagine you've got a deck of cards, right? Yeah. Imagine you've got a deck of cards and you draw five cards, right? But not like it's not a regular deck of cards, right? Like the face cards, right? Might only appear three percent of the time. So the odds of you necessarily getting the jack that you need there's three face three types of face cards yeah. right the odds of you getting the fourth jack that you need are not super fucking high right they're lower than normal and so you might wind up fucking just drawing five cards over and over and over again until you've basically gone through the entire fucking deck uh before you actually get to your fucking the jack that you need which uh can be frustrating but uh, at the same time you may just fucking swipe it up and, and there he is yeah the next time yeah right and that's that thing is, is you've got to decide whether or not you want to spend gold to re-roll which which costs a bit of money two it's two two gold two each and um or do you just try and pick up different combinations and see if you get it the next time you play it's it's that yeah. thing of like do i hold out do you think like am i gonna win this round and if i win this round i'm gonna make a bit of extra gold or should I try and re-roll and level up that way, you know, yeah. at least I win it as opposed to losing. Um, yeah, and there's... I, I broke it down. I thought I did a pretty good breakdown of this on Red Bull. If you Google Red Bull Auto Chess mm. um, or Competitive Analysis Auto Chess, I believe is the exact title, um, you'll find my breakdown of exactly how all this works because what it winds up being at the end of the day is complex resource management and RNG mitigation, which is an unbelievably dull way to describe what winds up being a quite exciting experience, right? Mm. But resource management in that you've got two, three key resources that you need to manage. Yeah. Uh, you've, you've got your heroes, which is one resource you've got your gold which is another resource and you've got your health yeah. which is a resource that a lot of people fucking forget is an actual resource that you can spend right and you've got to use you've got to utilize all three of those fucking resources to create the best possible team that you can the winningest team because once you put them on deck it's out of your fucking hands. Once they're placed on the board and the battle begins it's out of your fucking hands and so you have to fucking like you have to be okay yeah. with what you've put out into the world and let it do its thing, which is a f like super fucking intriguing, super interesting, like way to to approach a fucking game. I, I love it to bits, mm. right? Like I love the fucking 
concept at a high level to bits because I think it works really well and uh, Underworlds does it really, like, really well. What's really cool is is that factor of like chasing down all those management things and learning more about yourself, learning more about the game, learning how to mitigate the RNG, learning how to manage your resources properly. I like I reckon the biggest biggest level up in my game, the the thing that took me from I think I had like two days ago I had like one win against in PvP. Yeah. And yesterday I won like four games and I got my first fucking flawless. Oh, I nice. didn't lose a single fucking round. Yeah. Uh yeah, like um the biggest thing that that changed that changed for me is uh like mentally using health as a resource because it is such a big difference if you factor in the idea of your health actually being something you can spend yeah uh in the sense that you can aff- it's like it's not a big deal aff- yeah yeah, you can afford to lose some rounds. Yeah. Like, it is not the end of the world if you're losing rounds, at the, right? At the start of the game, like, I, I've seen, because we've been playing with some new players, and it's like, oh, I'm, I'm getting smashed by this guy. It's like, it doesn't really matter at the start of the game if you're getting mm. destroyed, because you can survive up until mid to late, and as long as you've got a good composition by the end of the game, that's yeah. cool. The person that's coming first that has no gold, because yeah. they've been re-rolling and they're building up an early game, they're probably going to struggle a bit because you've got more gold, so you're probably going to have more opportunity to get more heroes at the end of the game and build a better yep. team. And yeah, so don't like you don't need to worry about your health. The health health's not a big deal until you know rounds. I don't know, fifteen to twenty plus. when oh, you've got right. like 30, 40 left, and you're like, all right, there's possibility I've only got three losses in me left. Like yeah, if someone true. comes at me hard, then I'm going to be in trouble. Yeah, and by like yeah, thirty five ish, you will lose twenty fucking health around because it scales up how much damage you take uh, based on the star level of the enemies. Sure. So if you if people have like around thirty five, people start to get their first three stars, and they do five damage a pop. So if yeah, if you leave one three star on the board, and they're usually the last ones alive, and a couple of two stars, that's a fuck ton of damage that you'll just fucking cop. Yeah. Um, but until that point, you're fucking sweet, right? Like, in fact, if you have a large health lead, it is worth it to specifically and deliberately lose, uh, to rebuild your economy, right? If you have pissed away all your gold, it is worth it to specifically lose. And I mean, like, literally taking pieces off the board to make sure you fucking lose because you get a loser bonus, right? There is a bonus for losing multiple turns in a row. Mm that will help you build your economy faster and you can use utilize your health advantage to get you there faster. So around, in my opinion, around 15 to 20 is the time, right? If you have a a health advantage, that's when you stop buying at all, right? If you've been winning most of your games, right? You don't have to win every game, but if you've been winning most of your games and you're in the top half of the like leaderboard, There's like eight, you have there's eight other advantage. people you're playing against. Yeah. So if you're in the top four of the eight people playing, uh, around 15 to 20 is the time when you stop buying anything at all and you just build money, right? The only time you buy anything at all, and I mean like at all, 
uh, is if you specifically see a piece that will change the landscape of your fucking team, mm. right? Like if somehow Tidehunter was to proc, you would pick him up, right? You'd spend five gold on it. But otherwise, or if the, you know, the fucking bat rider you need to change the, to finally get all level twos on the board, right? Yeah. You'd buy him. But otherwise you don't spend a fucking dollar and you watch and you will lose. You will lose a bunch of games, right? But it's fine. It doesn't matter. You take you take some fucking pieces off the board. Uh, but yeah, you'll lose a bunch of games, but you will get one bonus for losing uh, and you'll get your interest bonus and start to build up your capital until you get to 50. And then you are making, like I think I talked about it last week, but once you're at 50, you're making, if you're winning, you're making fucking... 12 gold around right uh which means you can re-roll and two levels like two xps yeah or you can re-roll a couple of times and then one xp every single fucking time uh without fail which is which will power you through to the next fucking stage in your your team's composition yeah uh yeah it is like a really like interesting way to look at, at the game, and then looking at your team as uh, as a resource as well is another huge deal. But I think that that one I learned pretty early. My like, I think the next thing to for me to grow as an Underlords player is to stop getting distracted by fucking synergies because I get fucking I get so far down the fucking. I think learning to maximize synergies is one thing. That's like. That's one level. That'll make you real good, mm. right? Uh, but learning to stop caring entirely, in like 100% about synergies, that'll get you to the next level, in my opinion. Because the way... Uh, so we didn't explain it, but the way each character, each hero works in, um, in an order chess game is they have these synergies. They're able to like synergize with other characters. So... Bad Rider, which I mentioned earlier, he's a knight yep. uh, and a troll. So if you get, I think it's like two trolls, two trolls, everyone on the board gets an attack speed bonus. No, no, bonus. just trolls. Oh, only trolls, trolls get an attack speed bonus. Right. Whereas if you get okay. four trolls, trolls get an attack yep. speed bonus and, and everyone gets, gets a like a 35 attack speed bonus. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So you get two trolls, your trolls get an attack speed bonus. If you get three knights, uh, when they're standing next to one another, your knights get uh, damage reduction. Yeah. 35, 25%. Magic and phys- physical damage yeah. reduction. Uh, so they get a damage reduction. Uh, and so what you wind up doing is building a team that maximizes those synergies. So if you get six knights, then the- Game's over. <laughs> the damage reduction increases significantly. If you get those four trolls, the attack speed boosts significantly. You get two scales, uh, then you everyone gets a is it a magic resistance buff? Uh, I believe. Well, yeah, everybody gets it on the other team gets a negative magic resistance. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you get uh, two warlocks, everyone gets ten percent life steal. Like, so what you wind up doing is trying to com- create a, uh, a team, a squad that will maximize that kind of shit. So if I look at my floor, I took a screenshot of my flawless 
team. And if I have a look at my flawless team, what I have is a Berserker, Lycan, Doom, uh, I believe that's Tusk, uh, Axe, and Sniper, Kunker, Medusa, Drow Ranger, and Tidehunter. So what I'm built there is a team that entirely focuses on warriors and hunters. So my synergies were warrior. I had six warriors, uh, which gives all my warriors a massive armor boost, I believe. And my hunter, I had three hunters. Hmm. Three hunters? Four hunters? Um, yeah, four hunters. And I have four hunters. Uh, so you only get a boost out of three, though. Uh, they're tiered, right? So you, you, having, like, all the hunters will get the bonus. Uh, they all have the ability to fire two shots in rapid succession or make two attacks in rapid succession, rather. Um, so that's good. Uh, the other thing is, but, like, the other thing I was doing was also focusing. So scales, uh, having Tidehunter and Medusa on the same team means that I've got two scalies. Right. Uh and that means that, yeah, the damage mitigation thing you were talking about before, the magic resistance, uh, is lowered. Uh, what have I got? Two humans, which means there's like a 10% chance that an enemy will randomly be silenced, uh, which was a hefty boost. Uh, uh disarmed. Disarmed, right. Um, so they can't attack. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I had two brawny, I think, two brawny. Uh, or three brawny, two brawny, mm-hmm. uh, which meant that they were like Trying to getting extra a, health. yeah, extra health. Yeah. Um, the other thing, uh, yeah, so I basically just fucking nailed the synergies to the point where I was extremely difficult to deal with, mm-hmm. like unbelievably difficult to deal with. Um, the other thing that I did was, uh, early on, I got the, uh, item, items coming to play in the way that. Underlords as items is that, uh, at the end of every creep wave. So first, uh, first, second, third waves are against AI. So two is the 10th and every five waves after that is against AI. Um, you get an item. If everyone gets an item, you get to choose from one of three items, uh, every single creep wave. There's no fucking random, fucking randomly picking up items, maybe you get an item, maybe you don't, uh, you didn't get an item, you're fucked mm. type shit. It is the worst. That itemization is fucked. It's bad. It, I talked about it in my article on Red Bull. It's the worst fucking RNG in the game. Um, it's shit-tastic. I fucking hate it. There's none of that. You automatically get an item. Every single fucking creep wave, you will always get an item. Uh, even if you lose the creep wave, you still get an item. You just don't get to choose what that item is. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is good. I got to choose early, really like my first fucking win, I believe. I got to choose a global buff. Yeah. So some items are just globally like global buffs. They just help everyone. And it was uh for every person that my a brawny character kills, oh, yeah. they get plus fifty health. Yeah. And I had a fucking two star axe yeah. in the second fucking round. That's good. It was fucking stupid. He was a beast. He was fucking nigh unkillable. Uh, he was extremely difficult to deal with. And he, yeah, because he, he was two star early on. He was getting a lot of kills early. 
Um, and that coupled with, I believe, Juggernaut is the other brawny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got Juggernaut really early. Yeah, they were just super di- difficult to deal with. And then the other items I got, I got kind of... I got pretty lucky in this game because uh, I got the Octarine Essence, which is a cooldown reduction. And I got to put that on my Kunkka. Kunkka is a human warrior and he summons in this fucking boat thing. Um, basically, you just have, if he stays alive, uh, if his boat lands, everyone gets stunned uh, on the other team, gets stunned. And yeah, with a cooldown reduction of 50% on the boat, he just, you can summon in boats for days. There's just not much you can fucking do about it. You just get fucking get boated, um, which is good. And yeah, uh, yeah, it's good, right? Like that's it worked out real well for me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's all I got. Right uh, on that on that topic. Uh, that's the basic instruction of of the game. Is you've got all those things that you got to factor in. But once you get good at factoring it in. You get, you can get good at the game, and yeah, the the appeal is that sort of mental arithmetic that you have to do mm. to work out the best of everything, right? But, yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, when we talked about it last week, there wasn't. When you talked about it last week, there wasn't a, a tutorial in the game um, because it's early access. They're like they're updating it every twenty four hours, basically. Um, and the day I think yeah. you talked about it, the tutorial came out or they updated a big, right. um, I think it went out, uh, open beta to everybody. And this yeah, had a tutorial in it. Yeah. So I jumped in, played the tutorial, uh, super basic. Like it kind of tells you the first five levels is where it's telling you what you need to do. And then after that, it's pretty much non-existent. So, um, you get a basic grasp of like, how to level up characters and where to position them and that sort of thing and how the rounds work. Uh, but it doesn't really teach you about late game situations. Like your one star characters are not going to be as good as like a level five character late game or, or things like that. Like there's different tiers of characters. And it's like, Oh, well, I, I really didn't understand that. I probably shouldn't be hanging on that blood seeker. Like there's a point where blood seeker can definitely drop off. Um, yep. If you're not doing really good with him, you're best off picking up, I don't know, uh, something that's higher character, like a slark or a, a troll or something yeah. like that. Blood Seeker only works if you can get the kills. So yeah. after a certain point, if he's not actually getting kills, there's no point. He will just, he's yeah, just he's dying. Just a wasted character. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it doesn't really talk about, at the moment, again, early yeah. access, they're still adding stuff in there. The tutorial stage is pretty basic, but at least it teaches you stuff. Like, I felt like when you were talking about these games in the past, I'd need to go watch videos, like, yeah. welcome to Underlords, you suck type videos. Um, that's not the case. It's it's yeah. pretty easy, easy to get an idea of what you're doing. And we've got friends that don't play Dota um, yeah. and who've jumped in and picked, picked it, up. it up pretty easy. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then like the depth of it, there's so much depth. I've getting to getting to the point now where you're starting to learn about things that I didn't even think about when I first started playing. Like filling up your board, you've got no space left, but you've got 30 seconds in between each round, so you yep. just dump characters onto your board, yeah, and then just start rolling and hoping that you get matches, and then eventually yeah. you might get matches, and then all right, cool, I've fucking gamed this so hard that. 
I've got all these matches, so I don't, I'm, I'm good now. Like my backpack is now full. Like at a point I was full. Um, and I couldn't buy anymore, but because I've tweaked things around a bit, I've gotten there. And I, I got caught out once with that. And it was a game that I actually ended up winning. Um, <laughs> I, I had a full backpack, like everything was had a hero like all my hero slots were taken i couldn't pick up any extra ones so in between around i just started putting my characters on the board you can't actually use them at that stage um but at least you're freeing up some space and then so i started rolling and i started getting some stuff that i wanted but i accidentally like ran out of time and left one of my characters on there and so it automatically sells one of your characters that is on the board in the game And it was my best character, like the one doing all my damage. And I'm like, fuck. And I was doing really well in that game. I was um, in the top five. Yeah. And it was my troll, my troll, which was like a level two troll, which I had in my back line, just dishing damage out with yeah. like a Daedalus or something like that. And I was like, fuck, I'm screwed. What do I do now? I'm like, where did my, ca-? like halfway through the round, I'm like, where did my troll go? And then I see, oh I'm like, God, oh, man. shit, <laughs> what is happening? And um, eventually I got super lucky. I end up getting a level two troll back again. And I end up winning that game somehow. Like, stupidly, I won that. But, like, those sort of tactics where you can really start to learn, like, the depth of the game. Like, figuring out these little intricacies about swapping characters in and out. And, like, taking gambles on doing those sort of things. Um is really interesting and like just trying to learn about all the synergies and like what works well against each other um for instance knights got a buff knights and dragons got a buff yesterday and uh it's that that moment of and i've experienced this a lot in dota where like they'll release a new character and everyone's like this fucking character is op and it's like not really it's just because people don't know how to count or how to play against it and so for the first couple of days, you'll see like a lot of these coming out and then sometimes they'll do it like a, a nerf to them, but other times people will just figure out like, oh no, these are actually really easy to beat. You just got to have this composition or like, you know, work against it certain ways. Like, um, yeah, eventually people will figure it out. And I was reading some threads this morning and it seems like that's sort of going that way. Like people have figured out how you beat this stuff. Um, right. So- I, I do think that the um, the knights will get a debuff, and it looks like they've started working on that. Um, I saw some of the. I don't think knight, knight. I don't think knights are that powerful, man. Yeah, I don't. I don't think knights are the the big problem. I, I honest to god believe it was dragons. I honest to god think it's the dragon. They they, uh, they made extra it so dra- dragon knights. Yeah, well, they buffed dragon knight so that his elder dragon form uh, has. Um, uh, can't be silenced. Yeah. And, like, it just wound up being way too powerful. Right. Uh, he, he wears too much damage, can't be silenced, and puts out a fuck ton of damage. Yeah. They didn't nerf his damage a tiny bit. but They did nerf his damage, yeah. Today. But, yeah, like, ultimately, um, yeah, he, he, like, the change to dragons was, was too grand. Yeah. Uh, I think, because they got a whole extra ability that made them... Just, yeah, too strong, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was kind of needed because I did not see dragons a lot. So no. your dragons were like your dragon knight, your puck. Um, yeah. Viper, is it? 
Yeah, Viper, I think, is considered one. Yeah. Anyway, um, a couple other things I want to see changed. Uh, they've actually already started working on it. The the uh, pseudo-random matching against other players um, was something that I was complaining about the other day, and then they patched it like literally the next day. Um, yeah. Which is good. And the way that works is you randomly fight against and defend against another opponent. Um or you randomly fight against another opponent, and sometimes you go up against the person that's winning like three times in six rounds, something like that. And so what they put in is a pseudo-random so that your chances sort of increase each time that like you don't roll the thing you're supposed to roll. So it's trying to make it so that you're not rolling against the same person all the time, um, which is good, because that's the way like a lot of the abilities work, or like a lot of the um, percentage chance abilities work in Dota the actual game. So if, if you've got a 25% chance of life stealing or, or, or damp, like uh stunning somebody yeah. rather than it being 25% each time, it increases each time you miss. If that right. makes sense. So that eventually yeah. you're going to get that proc. Um, yeah. And then once you proc, then it resets back to the 25%. It's, it's a, it's a good way of doing random. Um, 100%. Yeah. And, uh, but in saying that, I don't, I don't like the fact that it is like a random attack and defend on person. I would rather it be you are attacking and defending against the same person. Team fight tactics. Yeah. Uh, The way, the reasoning behind that is, um, I mean, the game is based off this auto chess version. It'd be cool if you were told who you're going up against before. You did. Oh, before, before you, okay. Yeah, Yeah, then that'd be interesting. The reason I like, there's some cool ideas here is that now you've got that 30 second countdown or whatever it is between each match and you are now, another resource you're spending that you could talk about is your positioning on the, your your time and positioning on the board. And positioning is a huge factor in the game. Like where should you put your units? And if you know who you're going up against, you can, you can do that sort of thing. In the late game, you can definitely manage that a lot easier because if there's three people left, you can look at players and be like, all right, well, I, you know, I probably want to put my characters in this spot because I've got a better chance of beating this guy that's winning. And so I'll just do that. If I roll the other yeah. guy, then whatever. And then if you get down to two people, you know exactly who you're going up against and you start moving your, your characters around, to try and win that. Um, so I'd like to know beforehand who you're fighting and then that way you could look at their composition and be like, all right, what do I move? And that could be another thing of, am I rolling to get higher level characters or am I moving my units around or am I doing nothing? Yeah. Like there's another Is strategy. Is assassin heavy? So I got to put some, you know, heavy units in my back line or are they just fucking all sluggers? So I put everything to the front type like that, like shit like that. Yeah, try to like protect my healers, uh, my healers and ranged units and stuff like that. Yeah, that'd be really interesting. Yeah, and then on top of that, rather than attacking and defending random people, because I did not know this was a thing that was happening until fucking fifteen hours into this game. I thought I was just fighting and uh, fighting and defending the same person. I didn't like. Right. I didn't get a grasp of what was going on. Like, why did I beat this guy? In- and he's not taking any damage type thing. And it just didn't occur to me this is what was going on. Um, yep. But also, like, we've been playing as a, a, a as a party, right? It'd be so yep. much better if, oh, I'm fighting Job now. 
And Job's watching exactly what is going on in our fight, as yep. opposed to Job's not watching me fighting him. He's watching him fighting some other guy. Yeah. And so now we've got no like, like we're in a party. It's not as we're in the same. Yeah. We're in the same a uh, battle, but we're not like it's. We're not engaging with each other at all. We're doing totally that video different I put on Twitter of our arc wardens fighting where our characters fought each other. You wouldn't have even seen that, right? Because you were just attacking. Right. I would need I to defending against. I would need to finish my fight if yeah. if with whoever I was fighting and then go yeah. and look at your fight, which you can do throughout the game. Yeah, you can go look at other people's boards and stuff. But yeah, you wouldn't have even seen it unless I clipped it to show you exactly how close you came to fucking winning that fucking yeah. match. And that sort of stuff is um, would make epic, such a right? better that game. Would be fucking awesome. The other thing about attacking and defending different people is uh, in a game I was playing last night, we like it was just me and one dude left. Uh, I lost hideously after being convinced to take my crystal maiden off, and I definitely should have, but I figured I'd humor the person. Um, I if I'd left them on, what was happening, right, is neither of us could necessarily level up all that much more. We were both uh, completely out of fucking money. We both had sweet fuck all health left. And what was happening was when, like, I was attacking him, like, he was losing. Mm. He was losing his defenses and I was losing my defenses. We had the same team and the same team composition, uh, like, same, same setup, right? I was sending characters to him. Uh, and he was defending, failing the defense. But I was failing the defense against him because there is still an element of RNG in the attacks themselves. Yeah. And so what was happening was like we were both low, like low rolling when we were defending. That game would have been def- like decided essentially on dice rolls, which I don't think is good. I don't think that's good. But if it was a direct one on one matchup, and he, his team just came to my, my door, right? It would be decided based on that one. Game. It would still technically yeah. be like on dice rolls, but it wouldn't be on two sets of dice rolls. It wouldn't be the defense dice roll and the attack dice roll. It would just be the fucking clash, the immediate clash straight up against each other, mm. uh, which I think it would be at the very least significantly better. Uh, and yeah, the whole game is RNG. Like and RNG mitigation is in effect. Uh, I think a big part of there's someone who like chaos knights or something. Look him up. His attacks are random. Apparently, he does random damage. I have no idea what the threshold is. It doesn't say in game. I have no idea how the fuck he works. I don't know if he works like that in Dota or what, but. Like, I understand, you know, he's Chaos Knight, so I guess that works. I mean, he's I got a stun. I know he's got a stun, but it might have been... Did he have a passive that um, he does random crit no. damage? His ult is... He does random damage. Like, seriously, look look him up yeah. in Underlords. He does random damage. So that must have been what was going on, right? That's fine, right? I chose to have a guy who does random damage. Yeah. What are you going to do? Um, I guess I could have... BKB, like, put a Black Knight bar on him to, like, just uh, silence him because the character with the Black Knight bar is silenced, but they do significantly more damage. Hmm. 
and that would have mitigated, like, eliminated that RNG factor. But, like, yeah, that was it, right? That was basically my only option, really, to do something about that. I just had to... I had a an RNG character on the car- oh, on the board, and I just had to fucking let it play out. Or I could take my Crystal Maiden off and die instantly, which is what I did. Uh, I shouldn't have, nevertheless. Uh, yeah, that would have been way different if, the, like, we were directly fighting one another. I definitely think Teamfight Tactics... That's the best thing Teamfight Tactics does is the direct head-to-head stuff. And I'd love to see it in Underlords. Yeah. Seeing how everyone's just ripping each other off wholesale at the moment as fast as humanly possible. Yeah. Yeah, that's That'd be the, that's the one thing I, need, I want to see them change in particular. Yeah. Um, and Teamfight Tactics should steal Underlords' itemization situation. Right. Every game should steal that. Yeah. Um. What else was there that I think they needed to change? Um, I mean, they're, they're starting to do things with, like, showing uh, passive abilities and whatnot, which is cool. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, like, I, I've completely forgotten what I was going to talk about. But anyway, it's... it's What you wanted to see changed. And I just want to see it sort of build itself out. I'm really interested to see how it builds out as a... You know, as a fucking game, I think they're doing such interesting things with it. Yeah, for sure. That's good. Oh, they put matchmaking in as well, which is cool. Um, they had ranked, um, like seasonal badges that they've implemented. So I believe the way that works is eventually, um, if you're getting top four wins, enough of those, yep. then you'll rank up. They'll, they're actually going to put in like a, a progress bar in there that'll show you where you are in your, your ranking system. You can actually lose right. rank as well. And then the matchmaking right. kicked off like two days ago. Oh no, it was yesterday. Right. Um, so you you should be matching up against people in your same rough hero pool. That's why I need to keep partying up with you losers, yeah. so I can get the lowies. <laughs> well, no, I'm so higher I have to go than up you. Against so... people who are as good as I am, <laughs> I, I'm higher ranked than you. That was the one where I won that. Get fucked, you game. are. I am. I'm a. You are not. What rank are you? What's the fourth one across? Fourth one across. I'm going to fucking load the game and have a look. I can't load the game because I am recording stuff. Uh, I don't I don't have that same problem. I have Grifter level four. Is that the second one? That's the second one, right? Uh, I don't know. You can go to the book know. and then go to seasonal ranks and it'll show you the tiers. I think Big Boss is uh, the highest. Ah, uh, yeah. So what, you're Enforcer? What's the one to the right of the Enforcer? Like, it's like there's four. four. Upstart, Grifter, Outlaw, Enforcer. What's after Enforcer? Smuggler. Nah, okay, so I'm Enforcer. Enforcer, Get like three, I think, up. or two. That's crazy. Now, yeah. You don't win, though. I do. How, win. how are you up there? What are you talking about? How did you manage to get that all the way up there? <laughs> I've been winning. Just, I didn't, like, they must just, just play time, I guess. Just <laughs> any, any old game you do. Yeah. You just, yeah. Um, so that's good Fuck, because so you're not just randomly going up against people that have been playing forever. Um, feels yeah. like the, the games are a bit more even, which is good. Um, yeah. Yep. I mean, the thing I like about it, obviously it's still early access. They're going to be updating it. It's, they're doing the Valve thing where they update it every day, which is good. Yeah. Because it makes, you know, obviously they're going to break things, but at the same time, it's early access. So whatever. And it keeps things fresh and people coming back to check out what's been going on and, and that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, man, I'm really digging it. I'm surprised that I've played this much in mm. a week. 
Um, yeah, me too. Because I, th- I honestly thought you didn't like it to start off. No, like I, I, I like it. I just don't like how RNG it is. But you get yeah. to the point where you're like, all right, well, maybe I can do something about this. There are obviously occasions where you like, you just feel like you're fucked. Oh, you definitely get RNG um, fucked. One hundred. Because I don't think of you mentioned this, but the actual hero pools, and I didn't know this again. This is from oh, shared. reading yeah. like stuff that's on the internet. Hero pools are shared, so it's like everybody's picking from the same fifty-two deck of cards. Um, yeah, because there's been games where I'm like the early games where I was playing as like I don't know what I'm doing, like I don't really understand it. Like I'd have all these um, like blood seekers, and I'd need one more blood seeker, and I haven't seen a blood seeker for fucking fifteen rounds or twenty rounds. I'm like, yep. what is going on? Like at that stage, like I don't know about that stuff. So that's another yeah, that's another quick way to level up is starting to look at the what everyone else has on their fucking boards yeah. because suddenly i mean i i always feel like a fucking baller when uh i start like looking at the there's like two characters who are in the bottom seven eight like seven or eight and they're like they're languishing down the bottom they're about to get knocked out you're like this is coming and then you have a look at them and you just start like cataloging what fucking heroes they've got and you're like oh yeah yeah, I, I want that one. Uh, they've got my Drow Ranger. Uh, that's perfect. Yeah, this, this is going to be good. I'm going to fucking knock these cunts out and get all my shit. Mm. I'm going to go sicko mode once they finally die. Um, yeah, that, that feels good. But uh, also, um, yeah, there's, there's just not tons you can do about it sometimes. If all eight people are still in the game at, at rank 20, uh, at round 20, yeah. fuck, man. The games start to get, like, that's probably the most interesting Uh I, I find like the game starts to get really interesting when everyone's still going 20 rounds in because like s- p- slim pickings, man, like there just isn't much to get. You start picking up characters just because they exist. Yeah. Uh, just for some DPS as like, opposed to synergy or anything. You're just like, yeah, fucking bring it on. You get like a, a gold, like a lich or a, Enigma yeah. and, or a um, gyrocopter, and you just bench one of your characters, and you're like, "Fuck it, just you're doing yeah. damage now." You're doing my new damage deal. I'm never getting the fucking yeah. I'm never getting the synergy I want. So this dude's on deck. He's just gonna do some shit and, until I can knock one of these cunts out. Uh, because yeah, otherwise you just re-roll one for nothing. Exactly. Yeah. No, I like um, yeah, man. For a company that doesn't make video games, they make some pretty good video games every once in a while. <laughs> That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. If, if people haven't played it, check it out. Dota Underlords. It's free. Um, it, it definitely, it, it feels like I do have an advantage over people that haven't played Dota. I understand the characters. I understand abilities. In saying that, like, I've had games where I'm watching you and I'm like, you need to swap these items around because I yeah. know how these items work and the way you got them, they're on bad characters. Yeah. I, like, I know how how shit works based on my synergies in the game and based on what I know of the characters from Underlord specifically. But when you're like, oh, you should put your Daedalus on this dude, I'll be like, yep, cool, whatever. I'm doing that then. Uh, <laughs> and then he destroys I, I don't everybody. even question it. I'm just like straight away because I know there's, yeah, you, you 100% know how that's going to work out better. Yeah. Um, or even just like, thing I was talking about last time, I'm like, I think that item is bugged because I don't see it working the way I feel like it should be working, which is the yep. Skull Basher. I've only, yeah, yeah. I only see it proc like once in a game. I'm like, this shouldn't be happening. Because I, I remember chucking on a troll and I'm like, this dude's just going to stunlock everybody. 
and you yeah. don't see it happen, and I feel like it's broken, that weapon, so I don't pick it up at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's fun. People should check it out. It's, it's like, one of the top games on Steam at the moment, like, in third place. Yeah. Yeah, go look up my... Uh, it's it's about Auto Chess, the mobile game, uh, which is the game made by the mod developers, which Underlords is technically based off of. But, like, it is still largely relevant to this. I've got a piece coming on Red Bull about Underlords specifically, and I'll do Teamfight Tactics next week. Yeah. Uh, but for now, if you, like... I th- Actually, you might be able to read my Underlords one tomorrow by the time this is up. But go check out the Auto Chess one as well because I thought it was pretty fucking good. Yeah. It's like 2,000 words. I put a fucking bunch of effort into it. Nobody gave a fuck. It's good. I love I love, I love, love writing <laughs> things where nobody reads it. It's, it's the fucking... It's what I live for. Yeah. Um, um, anyway. You, you obviously don't need to know about Dota either. It, it, it'll help. Like, uh, like Jung, yeah. I've, I don't think Jung goes to sleep anymore. I think this is what Jung I does he now. He just plays, just plays this, yeah. Underlords. We're very close to having enough people to play a full, like, round eight right. match oh, made only everyone in the party. But it'll be interesting, yeah. I had a bunch of esports people who really want to fucking play. I introduced a fuck ton of them yeah. to it, actually, because um, I had those codes from the um, early access when you had to buy the um, Dota thing. Yeah. Yeah, the international, right? Whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, the compendium. compendium. When you had to buy the compendium to get in, uh, yeah, I had a bunch of codes from that and got a bunch of esports people well in. Yeah, on this game. So just quickly as yeah. well, uh, I don't know if we touched mm-hmm. on it, but you can play this game on mobile, and oh, you yeah. can play, you play it offline. Yeah, you can play against other like cross cross play. It is you can play on mobile and then switch to your computer halfway through the game. Halfway through a fucking round. Like, yeah. it's nice. Uh, you can play against AI and not have, like, not have a countdown. You can actually tell it when the next round goes. Like, oh, that's cool. uh, you can play against AI, have the countdown like normal, but still actually hit the, hit the button and, uh, skip ahead. Yeah. Cause the AI buys all this shit, like, does all this shit in, like, instantly, I guess. Um, yeah, you can actually tell it to skip the waiting period and go straight to the next fucking round. Right. You can do that on mobile and on, fu- like, you can switch between the two. It'll save your fucking, um, save your AI game. And then you can go play a human game and it- go back to the AI game afterwards. Uh, yeah, it is early access is fuck, but it's still surprising how much better it is than like the auto chess that is out. And if you ever played the mod, you've got fucking no idea. <laughs> this is the fucking best shit I've ever seen in my they life. They I thought auto- Holy shit. I thought auto chess like on mobile, the, from the mod developers, I thought that was a fucking step up. Mm. This is a step up again. On Like the mod, you had to press like fucking T to select the character that you wanted to take off the bench and put on and then you had to click on the fucking board and then you had to unselect them and then you had to like the fucking shit you had to go through just to do anything in the mod was fucking out of control uh it's not the case anymore it's fucking way better it's It's dragon drop everything's cool yeah yeah um cool um let's do some news because i actually have to run pretty soon yeah let's do some news what do we got 
Uh, we have got a couple Dead Space's Glenn Schofield has joined PUBG Corp. Uh, yeah. Starting up a new studio over there and we'll be working on a PUBG related title. Not PUBG though. Not PUBG. Or PUBG too. Yeah. A, a narrative focused title. Yeah. Uh, so single player narrative focused PUBG game. Uh, whatever the fuck that might be. I'm fucking, I'm in, man. I'll play the fuck out of that. I have no idea how the fuck it will work. But um, I'm, I'm about it. I want to find out because shit. So I guess he's left Sledgehammer, obviously. Um, yeah. Sledgehammer still exists. Yeah. Yes, they do. They shut down. Yeah, they're still going. They're still going. Um, so Glenn, Glenn is, yeah, he was uh, part of Sledgehammer. Um, Sledgehammer was the team behind Dead Space 1 and 2 and then went on yep. to work on uh, the call. No, it wasn't Visceral. Did Visceral do Dead Space? Um, yeah, Visceral Games did Dead Space. What's what Sledgehammer work on? Was it Dead Space Three? I don't remember. Call of Duty. They were they were made as like the B team, the new B team for Call of Duty. Right. Oh, okay. This he was just an executive producer on Dead Space. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. And then yeah, he left and made Sledgehammer. Then they went did bunch. Good Call, Call of Duty, Duty games, Black Ops, Modern Warfare Three. That they were only they were only fucking secondary on those though, right? Sledgehammer like mainly like support, I believe. Yeah, for the the main the Treyarch team and stuff, and Infinity Warfare, hmm. Infinity Ward rather. Sorry, cracking my neck. yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm keen to see what this is. Like, is it a Call of Duty PUBG? Or is it more like a armor-based game? Yeah, uh, I will be very interested to see as well. I would love to... I, I have no idea. I haven't really thought about it too much, but I'd love to see them translate the Battle Royale concept into some sort of narrative. Um, I think it'd be really interesting. So, yeah. Uh, they got to do something. I mean, clearly oh, the dying. engagement factor you get out of... Um, like just basic law building, world building, as evidenced by Apex, is fucking huge. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they got to do something. Um, this should have happened uh, twelve months ago. Yeah, and I I did put this on Twitter the other day. PUBG's at its lowest player count since uh, four months into yeah. into its early access, which is pretty low. Yeah. It's it's yep. bleeding pretty hard. Hmm. All right, what else we got? Even though we're back. Even though we're making I'm, it. We're not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, that's that. It's interesting. We'll see what they got, I yep. guess. Yep. All right, next. You can do the rest. These are all yours. All right. Uh, so I don't know if you read it today, but the human cost of Call of Duty Black Ops 4 was up, is up on Kotaku. It's by Jason Shry. He's continuing to investigate, I guess, the culture of crunch in game dev studios. And this one's pretty interesting because it seems like Black Ops 4 struggled to get out in general. And so you get a really good picture of how tough, how close we came to never getting that game. Um, yeah, like we're talking like, months out is when they decided that they needed like they they couldn't do a single player campaign in time so they scrapped it and replaced it with battle royale months out like not this it wasn't it wasn't 
hugely planned. It was sort of a fuck. We got to do something. We can't just release with multiplayer and zombies. Yeah, uh, I think so it was they, nine they get blackout, um, which is is fucking huge. Uh, like a really fucking big deal in my opinion. Um, they did a good job because I, I loved Blackout. I thought it was really good on release. They did a really good job with it. Yeah, they, it needed work, obviously, but yeah. Um, the campaign that they eliminated from Black Ops Four sounded fucking awesome. Mm, yeah. Um, like it's detailed in the thing. I'm gutted that we never got to see it. Um, they where is it? it was it was detailed somewhere in here. Uh, basically a two v two, uh, like multiplayer campaign where you play through the entire thing with another person. Um, so. Uh, here we go. Set after Black Ops 3 story, but rather than play through the campaign yourself, you play alongside a partner battling against a pair of human opponents. Uh, if you want to be single player, that'd be AI driven bots. Um, and you'd pick a faction and each mission in the campaign would have you completing opposite objectives against your two player, like your multiplayer opponents. Uh, and so yeah, you might have to protect a hostage from being assassinated and the other team had to assassinate them. Mm. Uh, and you get to decide if you wanted to switch sides based on, you know, whether or not you agreed with the choices that your faction was making, which sure. I think is fucking huge. It could have been fucking such an interesting game. Um, uh, it's I'm, sta- I'm gutted that we didn't get it. I guess it didn't test well or whatever. Fine. Anyway, the other thing, the other big deal that you learn out of this big piece is like, yeah, there are straight up just second class citizens at Treyarch, which is a real bummer. Like people who don't work direct for Treyarch, people who are contracted in are just treated like absolute shit. And that includes their QA department. Uh, and it seems like such a risky way to fucking go about things. Uh, like they talking about like, there's a party to welcome the new interns, but the QA department is allowed to be there for 20 minutes and then all have to drink. Uh, so they're basically like just fucking why why even go type stuff um, working like endless hours for minimum wage uh, while with no like bonuses uh, everyone that tra- who works for Treyarch proper gets like bonuses at the end of the day so writing about like seeing a bunch of like people driving in their brand new Teslas while you're st- still driving a shitbox car uh, and you can tell who's a contractor basically based on the cars in the car park because all the Treyarch employees are driving Jaguars and Teslas and stuff. Uh, it's just, it'd just feel like shit. You're working in the same office as these people and you're just clearly a lower class human, which I just think, yeah, it sucks. Um, yeah. I think it's a bit rough. Um, yeah. After that, as a result of the piece, Treyarch issued an email to all staff saying that they have a vision for the future that includes significant improvements. It sounds like they're copying to how fucking shitty this is, in, in my opinion, the email that they sent out. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting there will require time, hard work, and commitment. Uh, yeah. I don't know. The important thing is, though, that they're changing, you know, they're, they're improving, which I guess is all that matters. Uh, these are billion dollars. It's a billion dollar industry. And there are people making 13 bucks an hour making like our favorite games. It's fucking 
cooked. It's fucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that something has to change. And yeah, that's why I like seeing stories like this. All right, good stuff. Good reporting. Uh, then we've got Fortnite revenue drops 38% year on year. Um, yeah, it looks like it's not just PUBG that's bleeding. Uh, Fortnite, same month, uh, a year later, was 40% down, which is a huge decrease, uh, except when you factor in the fact that they were fucking making money hand over fist faster than anyone could process it. Uh, so... It is a massive drop, but it is a mere splash in the ponds for Epic Games, uh, who, yeah, will notice it based on their graphs, but won't feel it in their hip pockets for quite some time. I just thought that was interesting uh, because of what you'd been tweeting about PUBG. Mm. Um, well, they haven't lost Elden Ring. Though. PUBG's lost like 78%, 80%. All right, then. All right, then. Fucking, why don't you stick up for Epic more? Why don't you stick up for your favorite Fortnite Well, they dro- probably dropped revenue because they're spending all that money on that fucking, their E3 parties and flying sure. influencers out to play in pro tournaments. And well, you got to get them to play somehow, don't you? That sort of thing. Can't be based on merits. Um... Next, we've got Elden Ring. You you wanted to know about this. Uh, George R. R. Martin, it was confirmed. George R. R. Martin is not writing the game. Uh, Elden Ring will have the Souls style of storytelling. So I guess people were thinking that perhaps it would be written similar, similar to Sekiro, mm-hmm. which had a significant amount of storytelling, sure. even if that storytelling was largely shithouse. Uh, instead, it will have the more traditional Dark Souls style storytelling, which is uh, extremely... Okay. Um, <laughs> minimalist yeah vague uh and george Armand is instead in charge of the world building for elden ring so uh yeah which is something that he is unbelievably good at so sure. i mean but from software has also been really good at that as well so it'll be oh, interesting 100%. to see yeah who's doing what who's better at what yeah <laughs> yeah yep and uh finally uh, Icon Esports uh, has bought the Chiefs Esports Club. Uh, so Icon Esports uh, is a relatively new organization, but it's got a lot of like old school Australian esports uh, people involved with it. And they, uh, yesterday, last night, they announced that they bought the Chiefs Esports Club. Chiefs Esports Club is an extremely old school uh, esports team in Australia. They were like, They've been in League of Legends since basically day dot, uh, like winning League of Legends since basically day dot. Been around in Counter-Strike and PUBG and Fortnite and Rocket League for ages. Um, so basically, yeah, um, they bought them, which means like it's it's cool. It's a interesting development for the scene. Uh, it just basically means that uh, one of the bigger teams that has worked for a long time with... I know less money is getting a pretty big cash investment. Mm. And so that'll be interesting to see how that changes the landscape of Aussie esports, which is cool. They also bought Tainted Minds uh, like three months ago. Icon, yeah. Well, essentially what happened is uh, they bought the infrastructure of Tainted Minds and transformed it into Icon esports and left Tainted Minds behind. Yep. 
Uh, and so, yeah, they were basically just buying uh, the knowledge and experience of Tainted Minds and transforming it into Icon. Now Icon is using that knowledge and experience, I suppose, to purchase the Chiefs. The Chiefs will operate as uh, still as the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. That will go unchanged. Uh, there will basically be no Icon team. The Icon team will be the Chiefs. So they're the um, player wing, and Icon is the, I guess, the management arm, sure. I suppose. Uh, but yeah, it's an interesting development. The other thing, uh, esports, Aussie esports-wise, Greyhound Gaming jerseys are being sold at JB Hi-Fi, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Uh yeah, so you can apparently go find a Greyhound jersey at Jamie Hi-Fi right now, if you're so inclined. Uh, sadly, I don't know if you ever saw these, but they had, um, at one point, their jersey was a fucking Hawaiian shirt, and it looked fucking sick, and it just had the Greyhound logo on it. It looked fucking awesome. It was a really good shirt. Uh, sadly, they are not selling those. They're selling the more traditional jersey style. I really want one of those Hawaiian shirts, though. Yeah. Anyway, nice. Yep. Is that it? Any questions? There is a question. Drew Money, Dr. E3 Money, writes in, how is there not a Dota chess channel in the Discord? Interesting question, Drew. There is one, dickwad. It's the Dota Underlords channel, and we've played in it a bunch of times. Real good question. Fuck, Knuckle. Uh, That's it. And I definitely did not create that after seeing that (laughs) question. Do you read the questions beforehand? (laughs) Unbelievable. Um, I'm so, I'm so disillusioned. Yeah. Let's wrap this. It's crazy. All right, the gap. You can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows, Spotify, YouTube, all those places. Uh, please, if you've got a moment, rate and review the show. It helps other people find it, and uh, that's cool. We, we were hot in comedy the other week. We, we were because you're a funny guy. Yeah. I am funny. I am pretty funny. Yeah. Sometimes I say funny things like I'm not good at video. Uh, which is obviously it's funny because of how untrue it is. Right, but you're pretty good at games, right? I'm good at games, great at All games. Right. Stephen. I can edit that yeah. now because I've got you saying. Games. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. uh, you can also send us an email if you want the GA podcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, you can jump jump onto our, our Discord page, the GA podcast dot com slash Discord. You can play Underlords with us. Maybe yeah. have a full crew going. Yeah. Um, whole bunch going. Yeah. Yep. Um, otherwise, you can just play Apex. Yeah. PUBG, Apex. if you're a desperate. PUBG. Does anything. I do love it. Uh, you can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash podcast, twitter.com slash podcast. Our YouTube page is gapodcast.com slash YouTube if you want to watch some, some stuff on there. I haven't been able to capture yeah. any Dota Underlords because it doesn't work. So. Oh, mine captures. Maybe I need to turn desktop capture on or something. Jump on my Twitter and you can see me fucking walloping Luke. It's spectacular. Did you see that video? How good was it? My choices, I went with the Baywatch theme because I couldn't, couldn't (laughs) download the downloading the, uh, downloading hearts alone was being too much of a pain Mm. from YouTube. So I just went with the Baywatch theme instead. Um, yeah, I found out that I've been singing that song wrong for 35 years. Right. So Which one? Cool. Anyway, uh, the Baywatch thing. I, I thought it was "I'll be there, I'll be there," but it's "I'll be ready, I'll be ready." 
This doesn't even sound like ready. According to the official lyrics, it's ready, not there. It's fucking dumb. It's way better as there as well. Yeah. Anyway. I'll be there to save you. That's what it is. Yeah, right? It's dumb. Whenever you need... Anyway. Uh, the website is called thegapodcast.com. You can go to that. It'll have links to all the things we just mentioned, including past episodes of the show. You want to check them out. Otherwise, they're all in your podcast feeds, all the past ones we've done. Um, yep. and that's all thanks to our Patreon members if you want to help support the show you can go to patreon.com slash GA podcast appreciate everyone that does it every month greatly you're the best greatly appreciate everyone uh, for doing that and that is it if you've got anything you want to pimp out you underlords posts oh, I pimped it out already. there you go I got another pimp you can out. go to Red Bull and check out um, did an interview with the founder and owner of the Chiefs about the icon acquisition if you're so inclined to read cool that. That's it. Uh, otherwise you can go to my twitter page twitter.com slash luke laurie yep. and jobs is joby jojo joby jojo that's it you can see all my videos of me walloping luke actually, i actually have two really good videos on my twitter of me walloping luke to, uh, this week so that one where i shot you in the back of the head and then i got the um, other one where i smash you in dota underwords yeah. even though you're somehow ranked above me because i'm better yeah better player you just at underlords not. you're just objective. and PUBG because from what I hear <laughs> you're bad at video games uh I don't now I've got you saying it oh <laughs> shit no no that's damn it fuck Like, I am bad at fucking video games, right? 